this is a dope little spot right here. Oh, I love it. Oh, wow. All the sounds are cued in now. Yeah, I think we're sitting good. Guys, welcome to this one time. Oh, we're on right now? We're, for, we're always on. We've been on. Shout Where out to just, Josiah. Halfway Josiah, over. what do you call your studio here? There is no name studios. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Don't ask us where it is. There is no name. All one word. <laughs> underscores. No, there's underscores. <laughs> At. That's the Instagram handle. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to put the, the ad symbol the before. The ad's at the end, though. The long wait. One. For that one, yeah. yeah. Ooh, the ad's at the end. I kind of like that. Um, guys, today I am joined by Leander and Alexander. Oh, oh snap. Yeah, a couple of Anders over here. <laughs> we meandered. It rhymes. We never even knew. What is that? Uh, oh, my hat? Yeah. Nah, I don't do that. No? Not right now. No do-rags? My hair, I think, is looking good. Hair is looking fly. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Tropolis got the, got the long locks. <laughs> true. Josiah's got some locks himself. We're going to bring Very Josiah true. on here a little bit and ask him a little, some questions about his uh, lovely studio here. Thanks again for uh, hosting. Hosting. He's hosting me, hosting you guys. Oh, these headphones are so good, I couldn't even hear Josiah say what he just said. All the, and he's only like 10 feet away. <laughs> Isolation. Sponsored by Shore. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, thanks for uh, coming on. I, hey, thanks for having out. us. I reached thanks out like a week ago, and you guys were like, this. yeah, whenever. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. It means a lot, Juan. Um, I know you guys are a little antsy to play a little bit. Do do we want to start off with an acoustic song and then kind of like start right away. I don't know. We're, we're gonna do like a, a couple, so like we're really you know. How long? How long are we? Uh, how long are we? I'm on. I'm on. For? I'm on your time. I'm. We're on Josiah's time. You booked. You booked the studio. So hey, <laughs> you're. He's. He don't care. Look at him over there. <laughs> he's charging you by the second. He has secondly rates, <laughs> not hourly rates. Well, the secondly rate would be pretty good if it broke down, you know? (laughs) Imagine splitting hairs over a few seconds in the contract. Yeah, Yeah. it would uh, be like, uh, you know, still be very... You just got to talk fast in between the tracking. That's right. Like, okay, cut out that end part, and then we're going to go back to this part right after the snare, and then I'm going to come in and like, one, two, three, four, let's go. Yeah. Almost like a... That's how you pull it off. (laughs) Like a... Auctioneer. Auctioneer. For real, yeah. Let's say a bidder. Yeah, bidders are silent. Um, so you guys have a, uh, is it an acoustic duo, trio? What are we working with here? No, we have a, we have a band. And get up on that mic though. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Br- bring it to you. Ooh, we, we have yeah. a, we have a band here actually. It's, uh, we're called the Metropolis man. Okay. And, uh, we're sitting in the studio where we've been, uh, recording this album here with Josiah and, uh, you know, Lee's playing lead guitar over here. And we've got a pretty kick-ass bass player, pretty kick-ass drummer. Nice. We are looking to potentially uh, fill the final roster with a couple of horns here. Uh, but, yeah, we're playing shows and, um, you know, just trying to build the bass of what we got so far. You guys want actual horn players or you wouldn't settle for like a guy with a synthesizer <laughs> and, oh. and his suspenders? It'd have to be some really good suspenders. <laughs> With the gold real, latches, real right? Real horns is ideal. Real that horns fat, is a game fat changer. sound, yeah. yeah. Game changer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And if we can find like a real horn duo that also owns suspenders, 
then I think that's the golden ticket, right? They're not mutually exclusive. Right, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of guys left over from, like, the ska (laughs) times, you know, that have their suspenders and play a horn instrument, you know? (laughs) What's that meme I saw where it's, like, ska reminds me, or... Yeah, ska is what a 12-year-old kid hears when he gets extra mozzarella sticks at Applebee's (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) Like, that's what he hears in his head. I love a horn section. It's it, it's it's it really another is. level. Yeah. No, it it really is. Like, it, I don't, there's something. I'm gonna say primal, but it's just you're fucking blowing into a piece of metal, dude. Like, and it makes beautiful sounds. Yeah, you, you're almost like singing in a way, you know, you, you know, because you're using your own. Plus, I think it's like just less common to see it than is. like a guitar and stuff like that. You know, when you start to get these like other instruments in there, I think it can really set you apart. Yeah, you know? and I think you appreciate it more because. I mean, I think you don't actively think about it, but subconsciously you're like, that's a, a loud instrument. It's hard to master. They're expensive. The maintenance is, is like ungodly, I'm sure. Like, yeah, yeah. so to find somebody that like stuck through it with yeah. it and, you know, th- then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'll be in your band. You're like, score. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> instruments where it's like, oh yeah, I used to play saxophone when I was a kid or something like that. Yeah. It's like, ah. But Bill Clinton made the saxophone sexy. <laughs> just call up old Bill and see if he can get him in our band. <laughs> Dude, that would be tight. He'd probably have a huge draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he can still blow it. Hey. hey. Is, that what they, is that what they call it? Is I don't that the know. term for it? I think so. I think so. Pretty much. You That's pucker all up, you're doing. Pucker up and blow? I wonder if he can still pucker the old lips. <laughs> Those old Clinton lips. Not for Hillary. Maybe for Monica, though. Ooh. Oh dang! Oh. Are we, is that too soon still? No, no way, dude. What what year is this? <laughs> <laughs> too soon? Because <laughs> like a few presidents ago now. <laughs> um, Leander, what's up? You're recently back from Jersey. That's true. How was um your time back? How long how long were you gone? Was it like three years? Yeah, like pretty much like three years. Yeah, God, I came back in like October 2017, I guess. You know, and you've been back since October. I think that's when I went back to Jersey. Oh, it was like oh, October gotcha. 2017. 20, gotcha. Yeah, and then I was there. Yeah, for a good few years, dude. And I just came back like uh, like two months ago. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's no way you've been back since October. Yeah, no, no way. No, it's been it's you know, it's definitely been a journey, dude. You know. Yeah. Jumping back and forth. A lot so of moving around. You're from Jersey? Yeah, originally, yeah. So a lot of your family is still back there? Yeah, for sure. Nice. So, because yeah. when you moved to AZ when we met, how long were you here? It's only like two years, right? Um, yeah, so I came out here to go to school um, at Roberto Van, the Lutheran School. You know, I went right. there for six months, mm-hmm. and then I went back to Jersey again. That's where I got the job at Guitar Center everything, you know. Then I get... Uh, that's when I moved to Mesa, you know, like I transferred to the Mesa store. Yeah. That's where I met you guys, everybody, Mesa, classic stuff, you know. Um, so I stayed at the Mesa store for like 13 months, you know. So by that point, like in total, I had lived in AZ for like a year and a half, you know. Yeah. And then I went back to Jersey again, and now I'm here again. So this is your We're third keeping stint. keeping it going. Yeah. This is the third stint, yeah. So what called you to Jersey, and then what called you back to AZ? Uh, so at that time, when I was leaving um mesa you know to go back to jersey it was just like there were more opportunities mm-hmm. there at the time mm-hmm. you know there was 
that's like I said. I mean, obviously, I'm from there. You know, I know a lot of people that are from there, and yeah. so like that's where I had more sort of connections and stuff. And so I went back there and I joined this cover band, mm-hmm. and that area was the perfect place to be playing in a cover band. Nice. You know? Because we got the whole Jersey Shore, which is like, you know, has a popping music scene like in the summertime, you know? Yeah. And then we got New York City, which is right there. We got Philadelphia, you know? So we would travel around and like, you know, musically, I think it was a really good thing to do because I made a lot of progress just like sort of in my professional music career. Yeah. Being back in Jersey. Um, But after COVID hit, it's like everything shut down. It got all crazy over there. Oh, all the opportunities man. just dried up, you know? Nothing. Yeah, so it was like, you know, Arizona was a place where, like, even if all of, even if I didn't have the opportunities that I have, you know? It's like, if everything that you have was suddenly ripped away from you, yeah, where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing, you know? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'd rather be, like, out in the desert, like, hiking around and stuff, you know? Yeah. So... I feel like it's like a good a time as any to make that transition, you know? And so that's why I came back to Arizona again. For the great outdoors. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Been doing a lot of hike. I mean, it's hot now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I did a night hike last night, you know? Yeah? Huh? Got to yeah. watch out for them rattlers. I know. I was looking. I got like a super bright flashlight, you know? So I was definitely like... <laughs> this guy and his snakes, man. It's not even funny. <laughs> what do you mean? I like snakes. So what do you do? You come across one and you're just like, what's no, that? He's like, he'll like he'll get straight check it in the out. face and like be like, hey, you want to be my friend? And the snake's like, no, get the F out of here. Sometimes. Other times they're like, yeah, we can be friends. No, it's all not, good. dude. When has it ever been like we can be friends? So when when I first came out here and I'm staying in Mesa at Airbnb in like East Mesa. Well, tiny little snake. Yeah, of course. There was a little gopher snake. Yeah, it was like in a tree. Yeah. And... Yeah, I just like picked him up out of the tree, you know, and he was like calm and cool the whole time. Even when like when I put him down and let him go, he was just like, all right, I'm out of here. Good times, you know, he wasn't like dipping away real quick or anything. Yeah, he was chill. He's strolling. He's like, I feel like he sensed that I was like, you know, I wasn't like attacking him. I was just like, dude, let's hang out for a minute, you know, and he was like, cool, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Damn. Snake uh, whisperer. Huh? So we were on the trail the other day and. There's like this giant rattler snake like off to the right there, like right no as we're doubt. walking by. And I see it on my peripheral. I'm in front of him, and I'm just like, "Nope, I'm just gonna keep looking ahead." And Lee's like, and Lee sees it. He's like, "Oh hey, look at you, bud!" Does it get down on his belly and slither up to him? <laughs> I was I was checking out the old body language there. Yeah, he was cool. He was cool. He wasn't like he wasn't getting angry or anything. Well, you would notice as soon as he coils up, right? Yeah, for sure. You know. Or if they like, if they stare at you too long, you know, or if they kind of move towards you, like, mm. I don't like that. If he's moving towards me, then I should be. I feel like I should be backing away. Ooh. You know, he's licking Ooh. the air. I've never seen them move towards somebody in person. Or myself. I had a, that'd be so fucked. I had a rattlesnake like coming at me one time for sure. You know? Are you serious? Yeah, I mean not fast. It wasn't like a strike, you know. But even but it was like, like very slowly, like he's just moving at me, you know. Yeah. Where was that? And I was like, oh shit. It was like uh, South Mountain. Fuck, we're never going there again. It was totally like the Mormon Trail we're when never. I was doing the. It's all off limits now. There. Natural tunnel, yeah. <laughs> that it's they're out there, man. You know, but uh, they're beautiful. But yeah, you just got like that. They they'll always warn you. You know, they're not gonna sneak up on you. They're definitely gonna be like, hey, you're getting too close. You know, so like, that's all you can ask for from a dangerous animal. It's yeah. like, honestly, it's it's as courteous as any dangerous animal. 
that there is. Pretty <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> Fucking crazy. crazy. Hey, dude, I'm rattling. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. Now's your chance, you know? He's almost like saying, hey, psst, out of here. Like, ah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's So here you guys are recording um, tonight, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to do any recording tonight, but yeah. Okay. Uh, but you got some shit goal. in the work. Yeah. yeah. You got shit in the works right now. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, we just don't want to keep Josiah up all night here, you know. Um, but yeah, we're uh we've been in here for a few months and we got a long ways to go. Yeah. Um we're we're like recording a whole album right now, but we'll probably put out like a couple singles and stuff here soon. Uh doing uh, a lot of like the the guitar and vocals and softer stuff here and then we'll go and like uh, record drums um, and rhythm section stuff uh, at at a uh, studio with you know a little bit of a better setup you know yeah but Josiah's got pretty locked down here man no I I love it love the feel it's this dope <laughs> and there's a it's a basement in Arizona you don't fucking see that shit yeah, <laughs> nah, I dig True. it it's actually a giant house you know now that you think about it. Yeah, a, a nice big house is good, but too okay. big. Yeah, uh-huh. Josiah, if you lived here by yourself, it'd be pretty scary, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be too spooky. That was that. What's that sound? Um, so writing, writing some, some, an album. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you guys both like bringing like lyrics to the table, or is uh, it's uh, it's mainly my project? Uh, so yeah. um, when I uh, I used to play in a band called Captive Cooks. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, uh, yeah. One supported my band for many years. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, so over the summer, uh, we released an album last year, actually last May, a year ago, called Easy Bake Lovin'. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it was like one of those things where like uh, <clears throat> it was like. Uh, well, COVID's here and it's not going away, so we might as well just release this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we were set to do this big release show, and um, our last that exit never right? happened. Yeah, at last exit live, and uh, eventually, uh, you know, that the band kind of fizzled out. Uh, members moved away, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um, I was uh, pretty pretty set on at that point just starting my own solo project type of thing so yeah uh, that's when i started coming over here and recording with josiah and um yeah basically uh you know trying to you've known josiah for some time now yeah so our friend jared wood introduced us Uh together uh he is from the band panic baby oh yeah yeah yeah. which you should check out those guys are amazing yeah they're Maybe I'm confusing them with Playboy Man Baby. Yeah, I think you are. Okay, uh, I've seen them. But uh, Panic, ba- yeah, P- Panic Baby uh, used to be uh, what, what was their old name? The uh, the Real Fits. Um, and then they were Panic Baby, and and uh, now I think it's just Raquel's doing her own thing now. She's going by the name Rocky Collins. Okay, uh, I like it. I think Josiah is also helping her out with that too. Yeah, he's he's got his hand in everything. Yeah, like that. Man. <laughs> um, they moved out to Asheville, uh, 
one of the Carolinas. North. North Carolina. North. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that that's where they're making music now. But yeah, Jared hooked me up with Josiah and uh, kind of took off from there. Yeah. How long, how much convincing did uh, Lee take before he was on board? Not very much at all. <laughs> I was yeah. So I was texting. You know, he was told me he was coming back out here or whatever, and. You know, we were like, yeah, sweet dude, you know, like we were going on a ton of hikes and type of stuff. And then uh, at the same time, I was like trying to put together my band here and um, I like needed a, like a sweet guitarist slash keyboard player. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, like Lee totally does that. He's totally like a badass <laughs> guitarist and keyboard player. A virtuoso. He's like a badass everything. Uh, so it's like, dude, you want to just like come play in my band? He was like, yeah, of course, you know. It actually worked out great because, like, like I said to you, like, I was playing in a band in Jersey, you know? Yeah. And so, like, all that had just, like, come to a halt with, like, the shutdown and everything, you know? So, leaving there and coming here, like, I had to, like, tell that band, you know, like, if things really come back, like, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. Like, I got to, I had to leave the band, you know? So, to leave that and to, like, have an opportunity just, like, right there already, like, waiting for me lined up was, like, the most perfect, like, seamless thing, you know? Like, yeah, that's great, because, like, otherwise I would have had to, like, I don't know, you know, I would have definitely had to look for a band, like, who knows how long that would take, or if I was going to start one, like, how long that takes to sort of build. Yeah, and to find, like, the right characters and people you mesh with, like, you guys already had a friendship. And, yeah, like, I didn't really know anybody yet, like, that many other people coming out here, you know? It was just, like, you guys and, like, a couple other people, Max, like, (laughs) you know? Actually, that would be a dope band if all four of us started it a band. Be. It would be sweet. <laughs> the last time we were on this podcast, me and Max tried to convince Juan to play in a cover band with us, actually. Oh, <laughs> dude. The cover band, time. I mean, like... They're, so, they're fun. There's, you know, there really is a place for it, you know? Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah it, totally. it, it was a really great experience, you know, definitely playing with it. Like, learning things, to, like, professionally, but also just, like, so much fun, you know? Yeah. A lot of opportunity for having good times, you know? Yeah, there's there's a place for everything. There's a place for, you know, you writing your original stuff and performing it where you're bringing your own creations to light. But then there's also something to be said about like, you know, people go out to have a good time and they want to hear some stuff that they're familiar with. Yeah, no doubt. And if you can create that nice vibe and, you know, something for them to have a good night. uh, It's a great feeling too, to be playing songs that people like chime in and sing along to. And like they want to participate because as an original artist, unless you get to a certain level, people just aren't going to know your songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because totally. that's just like the way it is. You got to, they got to hear him first, you know, it's you like got to hear him a few times from like the early stages of being an artist to like the later stage of being an artist is like the earlier you are, the more covers you got to play. And then mm-hmm. like the more established you get, the, the less covers you're allowed to play, you know, because people yeah. know your music. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. And then, and then you have to play all, a bunch of your original stuff. Like you're from the, from the first, from the beginning, you're like, yeah, I've, no I've grown past that, but Songs that like, I want to hear yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. But yeah. you know what? It's, it's cool. Like there's, there's like two parts of it, you know, like half of it is playing music for yourself, you know, like playing what you want to play, like yeah. what's interesting to you to play, mm-hmm. you know, and like what's like gratifying, like musically, you know, and then the other half is like playing what the audience wants to hear you know it's a balance i'm like yeah yeah if you can make it so that they're both the same thing then it's like more power to you you know that's the goal for everybody but every now and again you're definitely going to be bouncing yeah those things you know i think if you always err on the side of you know i'm gonna play stuff that's original to me 
then ultimately i think you're happier but there is something to be said about the, like the lady gaga route where it's like become this big pop star and then no have this cushion and then you can go and actually do what the fuck you want to do and you're, yeah, you're paid sure. yeah I mean, it's a little bit of a harder route to go, I would say. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's easier. Actually. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it might be easier, dude, because writing pop songs is like doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. I mean, there's a formula. <laughs> yeah, no it, doubt. It's it's a formula these days. It, it really is. But I mean, if it's if it is, it's almost like the argument stuff. If it's that easy, why isn't there like a, a million pop stars? Right. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it yeah, still I'm takes sure, a personality. I, I, yeah, I'm sure it's not like the easiest thing in the world or anything, you know? I don't but, think anything is at a certain level. Yeah. Like, you can make fucking paper airplanes, but... Also, it, I don't know if most pop stars are as, like, talented mu- musically as Lady Gaga. You know? Yeah, I mean, she that's went true. to Juilliard? Did she? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's that's pretty cool, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm pretty I, sure she I went... I thought she yeah, was she, talented she before you told me that, up. that yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah, no, she, she, she was legit, for sure. Um, I can't name most of her songs, but I just know that. That's <laughs> what, like, a f- fun fact. Yeah, but um, you know, I've always kind of pondered that myself. It's like, why don't you kind of play the cookie cutter shit that you know is most likely gonna hit? And then again, once you're well off and that, uh, if your contract allows, then you can kind of go out and explore and be and be yourself. But it's like, is that a price? that you're willing to pay yeah. to put up with like playing stuff you yeah. you really is not true to you to in the future it's like an investment right i think it's just like a matter of like if you want to like risk it and try to play stadiums or if you're comfortable playing smaller clubs your whole life you know smaller clubs more intimate shows yeah. i think that um that there's room for all of it you know? oh yeah, for yeah. sure um definitely. for me like i definitely like to play like a range of things and and I like to sort of write a lot of different types of music, you know, yeah. and like create different genres of music and stuff. Like, I don't like to like put myself in a box, like as a musician. Yeah. And, but when I was younger, I feel that I did do that, you know, like I was more like I only played like I was more like a, of like a rocker, you know, mm-hmm. so I only played like rock and like heavier types of music, you know. And um, part of it was that I wanted the music that I was writing to have a certain like level of like complexity to it you know yeah and i still appreciate those things that i was doing at that time because i feel like that was like that had value to it you know mm-hmm. like um investing my time into making this like complex music but at the same time like as i learned more i felt like i didn't need to make it so complex. like not yeah. everything needs to be over complicated yeah you know? yeah yeah and you certain things it's it. like exactly you know like certain songs uh, are just focused on other things. And songs that are like really very lyrically driven might be overpowered by too much music. Too you know? much, yeah. So if you have like a really strong like lyrical message, then you don't necessarily need to have like all crazy music stuff happening. You know? Yeah, it's like like a like a hip hop song or a rap song or something where you yeah. you get like a good hook, and it's like okay, give them a taste of the hook and then just let it play out because I got something to say. Yeah, you know. But if you're gonna do like an instrumental jam. Then you probably don't want it to just be three chords the whole time. Like no. On a loop. <laughs> yeah. So we just want to be also, interesting. But you know? also not just be too, so like technically robotic. Like just yeah. all over the place and not have any actual feel. Yeah, no doubt. To it. Um, utilization of space, I think, is like the hardest thing yeah. to kind of master. 
is like letting the song breathe, which I think you guys did pretty well on Captive Cooks, man. There is a few oh, yeah. songs, you know, especially like Waltz, like you let that, you let that, you let that song breathe, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing Waltz in this band. Nice. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a good track. I mean, there's a bunch of songs that, you know, like in that band that like, you know, I, I wrote and we'll, we'll just play in this band too, you know, just yeah. cause like. We keep can, them going, dude. Yeah, keep them alive. songs, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. And they sound totally different now, you know, with like this new lineup so uh might as well they're like different songs almost you know we're yeah, doing covers too we're covering captive cooks yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> right just added to the cover list <laughs> covering captive cooks ccc no that's ccr i was thinking i was like hold on you're infringing <laughs> you're infringing <laughs> we're not doing any ccr yet not yet huh no. you're leaving that for the later years i wouldn't be opposed to any ccr Come on, they got good stuff. They got classic. You got to wear a camo. CCR song? Would you do, Lee? Um, you gotta be yeah, yeah, you got to come out in camo, son. dude. <laughs> fortunate son is classic guitar riff yeah. type type deal, you know. Bad Moon Rising is really fun, sing along, super easy tune like we were talking about before. You know, it's like that's just it. It's one of those ones. Scooby Dooby Dooby Dooby. That one. It's like a. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, dude. Yeah, that one. We basically got it. We got it down. <laughs> yeah, all right. We should play that this Check. Friday night. Josiah, hit record. <laughs> <laughs> Premiere. We're pretty much halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um, yeah, I... I oh, fuck, dude. I do miss, and jam, I miss jamming out. Because mm. I, was, I was jamming out with my hip-hop group that I had like fucking 10 years ago. Uh, last, like, September, but then... Oh, you did? Yeah, we were jamming there for a bit, and um, uh, we had a keyboard player. Ray was playing keys. Really? I had a, a, an old, uh, old GC guy playing drums and uh, guitar, and I'm playing bass. But then, uh, yeah, just issues with COVID, car accidents, yeah. like guys were in. <laughs> Ray had a baby, right? Yeah, Ray had a baby. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't that cool, dude? He's a daddy. That's crazy. <laughs> Daddy Ray, I've been gone a while though, That's so awesome, you know man. everyone's having babies. You have been gone a minute. Did you have another baby while since he's been gone? You're just popping them out like crazy. Not right? that I know of. No, oh, no, but no, Luis dude. did no, two, kidding. and I'm done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Luis had a baby since I've been gone though. No, yeah, he had another one. Or no, no, but just the one. Just baby. one, yeah. yeah. I mean, unless he did, I don't know if he had another one, but definitely one. So Luis and Ray, that's at least two people yeah. having babies in these last three. What's your baby? Your baby's this Taylor right here, right? Oh, yeah. This is the only... That, yeah, for sure. This is the only baby I got. I have not been uh, popping out new babies in the last few years. <laughs> that pull-out game is strong. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been giving my love to this Taylor right here. Yeah. He's literally like he... He loves it. Yeah? Like... Ooh. A little too much. <laughs> I thought it was a sweat spot over there, but I guess that's... Uh, <laughs> Classic, well, classic this, this isn't made for kids, you know. That's what it is. This podcast isn't is it for Jeez. kids. No, hell no, dude. Oh, oh that's a relief. Yeah. <laughs> now I can unwind. It's like we're walking the tightrope here with these kids. <laughs> um, where would you say you draw inspiration from lyrically? Oh, that's a good Man. question. Um, for, I mean, for me, it's like 
just like any like life experiences. Yeah, for me, yeah, I that I have, you know. That's what I'm going for, also. Type mm-hmm. thing, but know? some sometimes that kind of stuff is like external, you know, like my life experiences, like things that I've been through, like obviously are going to contribute to like lyrics that I write because that's easy for me to draw from. But even like other things that like I've seen or just like witnessed in my life, like has made me reflect on it. And I'm like, do you think it's more like the, the happier moments or maybe like scary moments or sad moments? Try to capture all of them. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's the ones that, like, really, like, just, like, make you feel, like, the most, you know? Right, exactly. So, yeah. I was talking about this with someone the other day. Like, that's the whole reason why I want to play, like, music forever is is just to make people feel something, you know? Wow, yeah. Whether or not That's the goal, yeah. Yeah, you know, what the feeling is is not really, doesn't really matter as much as it is, like, moving them, you know? Yeah, no doubt. And it might be different for everybody, too, you know? yeah the way they feel when they hear like certain music i guess um but yeah definitely like that's the stuff that like makes you feel like the most i think is yeah. like that's the important stuff if it's good or bad you know but do you feel like there's there's certain like i always feel like i'm not a fucking good musician by any means but like when i when i when i like write like or i'm messing around my my songs always tend to go doom doom like they never go off they're never like up and poppy like oh yeah like my shit's always like melancholy i guess yeah i definitely know what you mean i have certain like certain things that i go back to and sometimes it's like on purpose because like i feel like i've like sort of like cut out my own sound Mm -hmm. where you know i'm like if, if you heard a bunch of different guitar players like play over this one thing i feel like like you'd be able to tell me like a part you know like everyone will have their own sound you know yeah. like I, I got like my own like little sound so sometimes like certain things like i just like intentionally put them into different songs you know yeah um just because it's like this will give it that kind of lee that lee signature exactly yeah you know so you know i mean i don't want to like too too many things to be like really similar you know um but yeah definitely uh there's a couple like there's definitely like a certain feel to like all of my music. I feel like you know, it's not usually like super like peppy and happy though. You know, yeah, it's usually like more chill and like I would say mellow. It's not like sad, but it's like definitely like, more mellow. Yeah, not necessarily sad songs. Like I like like, but sometimes I do like, like tragic the, country shit, dude. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Sometimes I like to do like the really like peppy, uplifting like funk music though. Yeah, like, I oh, love like dude, fast, like good funk music, you know. Some Nile, Niles Rogers type of strums, like, yeah, for sure, like dead notes. Yeah, and just like good while, like that's like happy that. music, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get down on that. That shit does make me move. Uh, I think lyric lyrically though, like yeah, like um, like tragic country bluegrass type songs just hit yeah. a little bit different for me. Yeah, where no it's doubt. like man, like. Cause I I tend I to be like, like an that upbeat Benjamin person. Todd type. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's solid. Yeah, yeah, he lost dog. Dude. No doubt, it speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep stuff, man. I feel you. Yeah, I think, and I think I kind of gravitate towards that just because I I tend to be like an upbeat person, like always, you know, good going. Yeah. That it's like, you know, to that somebody can tap into that sadness or tragedy that they've experienced and like make a beautiful song out of that like that's i think that's what kind of like draws me the most to it yeah no doubt 
I think it's easier for me to write songs about that kind of stuff, like that sort of darker side of things, because it's harder for me to express that stuff in other ways. Uh, Whereas, like, you know, if I'm like, but happy when you pour peppy, it to an art, right? it's easy for me to just be like, yeah, dude, I'm so happy today, yeah. you know? But like, if I'm in a bad mood, I'm way less likely to be like, you guys, this is what's got me down, you know? Yeah, it's going to put it into a song. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. you know? Yeah, pour that in, into your art. For and, sure. Uh, and let it flourish. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about, you know? I like it. You want to rip one or what? What, like the bong? No. no. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I said it, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you let me write it. <laughs> um, is, my, is my guitar on here? Can yeah. you hear me? Is, is, do I have signal coming right here? Because yeah. I can never tell which way my volume knob is. Or is it or is it better like this? What? Let me go take a look. Okay. All right. All right. Brought Juan's to you by taking a look. Juan. Taking a look this one time. Just this one time. We're He's taking just a taking look. a look this one time. <laughs> what do you see there? Do you see? Sound waves? Yeah, there are waves coming out of this bad boy here. I'll just control the, uh, the, the gain compression on the back end. Nice. I'll just, send, I'll just send the wave files to Rick Rubin and let him go to town on it. All right. Thanks, Rick. Brought <laughs> to you by Rick. <laughs> So so this thing is on or is it not? Yeah. You're give it live. a good give it a good You're pop. Live, buddy. Ringy ding ding. Yeah, it's coming through. It is. Yeah, cuz you're the, you're the bottom one there. It's, it's it's hard to see from this angle, but you're there. Ah, music. Okay. All right. Classic music. Well, uh yeah, we'll do one of those uh country uh Western doodads things that you were just talking about there. Lay it on me thick. <coughs> um, all right, yeah. So um, this is a song from uh, the album we've been working on. This song's called "Thirsty Land." Why he has come 
Been around for all my life And I'll be here for years too But the next time he comes passing by Don't let him frighten you If you can believe in ghosts Would you believe in angels too? And wouldn't you like to see the world their own point of view Sometimes we go blind Through the parks And make us love again If we do We'll never know What's inside every single breathing man The truest part About ourselves Often not the easiest to shine So if you ever want to talk, old man Well, I've got time Well, I heard there was a woman Came and looking around for me She was gonna show me where that river used to meet the sea But if I don't find it soon That man's gonna take my soul And then I'll have to spend my life Doing everything that I'm told Come. The reason why is always hard to understand.
Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. A, that's a good one there. That was so good, man. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. Your vocals are on point, man. Oh, dude. These guitars are on point, man. That's, that's dude, that solo one. kicked thanks. in? I was thanks. not expecting that. <laughs> no, hey, thanks, guy. Yeah. That's solid, man. Yeah, it's it was like always a, fun times. Yeah. Anytime like the solo section comes around on one of our songs now, it's like, oh shit. It's Lee time. It's <laughs> Go to work, baby. <laughs> yeah, you remind me of uh Kaylin, the uh the guy in the hip hop group. He's in a bunch of cover bands too. Yeah. One of the baddest guitar You know Kaylin. Kaylin nice, from nice, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. snap. You, you literally, gross, right? Yeah, gross. Yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's a good guy. Yeah, you literally just point to him and like, hey, do go ahead and solo. And he's like, all right. That's just, that's you too, man. That's usually uh, how it goes. Not just with this band, but like, honestly, that's like how I've gotten a lot of different gigs is from, <clears throat> you know, just like being sort of uh, like having developed my skills as like a lead player. Yeah. Uh, and then people who like write their own music just like needed filled out. And so they're like, do you want to play some leads over this stuff? Oh, like, I've joined, like, a bunch of bands that way. Yeah, as, <laughs> as like, a, like, a songwriter, like, you write a song, and then, like, and you're like, damn, my soloing skills suck. But then it's like, you come around, and it's like, oh, yeah, I can drop a little, you know, Leander-ness on this. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I wish I could do. Like, <laughs> yeah. I definitely do my best to, like, help, like, realize somebody's vision. You know, like, if they got, like, a specific part, like, i'm happy to like learn that stuff you know yeah um but yeah for the most part i also like uh i, I did this like this music program like when i was really young um that was like a bunch of kids like being put in bands together you know mm -hmm. and i feel like you learn at that age oh this guy oh, there it is. doesn't even sound do you have phone, your own dude. song as your ringtone <laughs> I, wish. Oh, I, I actually do have that but it's uh Oh, you couldn't handle it, dude. It's oh. too, it's too crazy. Oh, are you gonna show them that one? When the Bing Bong sings? Yeah, song? show them the Bing Bong. Song. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll check it out. Whip it out. So, what's the story behind this Bing Bong sing song? It's just it's I was just, just trying to make a ridiculous yeah. uh, thing to be the ringtone, you know, on my phone. Yeah. Because like when I was young, that was like always what I wanted to. Do. I was like, wouldn't it be so funny if I could like make your own ringtone? Yeah, but it would just be something absolutely ridiculous, you know, because oh, yeah. like, like it has noise, to be, like, you know, yeah. Uh -oh. And now, like, fast forward, dude, we have the technology. It's not that hard. Let's see if I can get this in here. <laughs> it's my ringtone, dude. That's, I made that myself. Bing, that bing, is perfect. It's classic. Uh, for me, it's like if you like walked into like a nightclub like in Europe, and like everybody's like smoking, and they're just like, yeah, <laughs> this is the pink best lasers. Night of my life. Yeah, pink lasers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This place is so cool. So cool. <laughs> that you should be like the song that's playing. You should have been here last week when uh, <laughs> so, I don't know, some somebody big was here. <laughs> it's classic. NLI. <laughs> what is that? That's from Letter Kenny. Is it? That's classic, yeah. Yeah, for sure. The, uh, what is that called? The Canadian... Uh, workaholics? No. What are they... It's described as something like that. It's a, similar to the Trailer Park Boys, but yeah, that's, that, that's also yes. Canadian. Yeah, that's Canadian. Wait, it is? Yeah. Oh. Well, you guys, that's why I'm they're Canadian. so similar, I guess. What? I'm I'm also Canadian. You're not Canadian. Oh my, my mom is born in Alberta. But you're that not. That makes me Canadian. It makes oh, you a snap. quarter. Okay, yeah. Well, He's okay. right. A quarter commie. 
(laughs) (laughs) Anything outside of the US. We're not the good kind of Canadian anyways. Like we we don't make poutine or like any of the good stuff. No. They make like tomato ass picky for for Thanksgiving. What's ass picky? It sounds I'll tell you why. That's a thing. It's a tomato like jelly. A tomato. Why do they have to call it that? And there's like shrimp and cucumbers. In like Wait, celery and it's it. just it's whose a, idea was it to that's call it some stupid picky. Canadian? No, that's frozen. <laughs> yeah. That's frozen ceviche. That's a frozen shrimp cocktail. Well, in Canada mm. they call it ass picky. So they basically just add gelatin instead of it that's, just being tomato juice. Yeah, it actually sounds delicious now. Oh that's crazy. On, Jesus, it's, it's that literally name, that it name is. is too silly. Have you had? Oh yeah, yeah, oh for sure, dude. Yeah, especially coming from ceviche. Yeah, see that's a, that doesn't sound silly to me at all. No. Something. Ass picky. Canada, they're like ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in uh, maybe maybe they... in Quebec. <laughs> in Quebec, I don't know. But I don't know nothing. I can't eat any of that stuff. <clears throat> what? Can't, I can't eat shrimp. Why? What's going on? You shellfish. I'm allergic yeah. to shellfish. Yeah. So what does that all encapsulate? All right, check this out. Okay, this is not so every okay. not everybody knows this. Okay. No, no, that's why I want cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's part of it. It's. I mean, honestly, it might be, but definitely. Yeah. You know, shrimp and crab, lobster, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then like squid and octopus is the thing that like people don't really realize. But that's like, part of it too. Yeah, like cephalopods. Cephalopods are technically mollusks. Mollusks are shellfish. You know, and so obviously like a snail is a shellfish. You know. Yeah. But like same thing with the, because like they're animals that like have evolved like from having shells. You yeah. Know? Well, it's so the it's same like thing. They're like, in the same um, category. Yeah, like in, in Fear Factor. They didn't realize that you couldn't eat cockroaches if you had a shellfish allergy because they're related. That's how they found out. Yeah, <laughs> some people are having <laughs> allergic reactions. Joe Rogan's like, "Oh shit, oh. some crazy shit's happening." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough, dude. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I've never tried to eat a cockroach, so oh, it's good it? to know. Okay. It's good to know, just in case I ever just am in a situation. Go like on that. a hunt. No, just like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen. I saw one really recently. It was no good. He's a mean guy, dude. Oh, yeah. No. I, I had He was a, a mean guy, dude. I didn't like him at all. Gabby was... At, so I was talking about Gabby smoking weed, right? So she's out oh, front. Oh, snap. You're saying I that on the, on oh, the podcast? On the cast? On the cast. Wow, we... For all, all right. She's going to be so mad at you. Can you <laughs> zoom in on my face and give me like a... Like, <laughs> so I go to the backyard to smoke, right? She goes to the front yard. And Gabby's so freaking like, I don't give a fuck. She's legal. Blah, blah, blah. So she'll go out, out there and smoke. And she goes... Oh my gosh, babe, come here. And I go outside and there's a fucking big ass roach like that. Oof. And I was I'm barefoot, nice. so I was like, ah, step on this poor dude. Like oh, with I, I your can't feet, be... with your bare feet. Well, no, no, no. I thought you were gonna so, eat it. That's no, why I thought. Right, you know, oh, yeah. It's not going there. <laughs> no, I, this it's it ends pretty pretty sad. Uh so Dang. anyway, so um like get, get pick up rocks and I start hitting it, and I'm just like barely like hitting them. I was like, Oh dude, I'm torturing this poor thing, right? So I was like, Hey, bring me my uh bring me my uh my chancla, right? And so she comes out and she just gives me some some cockroach spray and I was like, oh, okay. And he's like trying to run off. And so I go I go up and I'm like I'm like, all right, sorry, buddy. I I start spraying him as he's like tucked in and he turns around and he's just like this. Uh, as I'm spraying, and I'm just like, man. I feel like such a murderer because <laughs> like, it wasn't like like it faced me. It faced me and like stared into my soul and it's like, yeah. No. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and then I had to go That's to harsh, work. Dude. I had to go to work with that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> it was not a good start to the day. Nah, that's great. You see, the one that I saw, I trapped him. 
I had like I had him trapped under like you had a, a chance glass. to eat him. I had every chance to eat him, dude, for sure. I could just like pop them right in, but I was feeling pretty full from my dinner uh, that <laughs> night, so I wasn't feeling like I should eat this cockroach. Yeah, Plus, I guess yeah, I'm allergic. Uh, we've yeah. we've discovered, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, it's a good thing I didn't. But huge uh, swell up. But no, I see, I see, I still just I flushed him down the toilet. I was definitely not trying to be like, all right, I've caught this cockroach. Now let's go let him go in the woods. You know, yeah. I was like, no wait, this thing is a vermin. He's yeah. got to go, dude. Vermin. Yeah, he's gonna. He's got friends. Yeah, like they got to go too. You know. Exactly. So yeah, I was like, you let one in. No remorse, dude. They got that thing's got to go. Yeah. I Some animals are cool, but I don't know about the cockroach. Like snakes. You know? I like snakes. See, a snake is cool. Ah, and a snake not, I do not like snakes would eat all. other things that I consider to be vermin. So <laughs> that's why he's my boy. Like a spider. A spider is like, he's my boy. You know? oh. Do snakes eat spiders? Yeah, for sure. If they're really? big enough, yeah, yeah. But like even a spider like will eat other bugs. So if I see a spider chilling like on my property, if it's inside, it's got to go. It's got, you got to go. If, it's, if it's outside, I'm like, all right, yeah, dude, get those bugs, dude. I hate those guys, you know? Yeah. So it's like, he's cool. He's my boy. A spider's good to keep every now and then. Cockroach? I don't know about that. You know? I think that guy's got to go. They get up in your food, dude. Like, they're no good. Do you think Mm -hmm. there are other animals besides birds that are working for the CIA? (laughs) Oh, I think probably, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what other kinds of animals do you think? Probably some some kind of Definitely a ferret, dude. A A squirrel? A ferret? It just seems like... Yeah. A a CIA-bred, like animal very interesting a ferret you think they're like going on little missions and stuff you I know? picture them in little suits dude dang yeah that's oh high tech that, yeah, the proportions fit. on that suit would be ridiculous they fit like anywhere their body is so long yeah that in an octopus an octopus in a suit no see an octopus <laughs> is is, is intergalactic cia dude yeah, definitely Octopus like has some him, some alien type vibes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know? I got oh, the okay. guy right here. He's right, right here. Yeah, That's my dude. Octopus. Yeah, fucking real alien type vibes. They, super dude, camouflage like eight different hearts. Yeah, and just the way they move. They have Plus, eight different hearts. They yeah. got. They have three hearts. I think. Oh yeah, what? no brains. I was thinking brains. So each one is independently controlled. Each tentacle. But they have eight different brains. Something yeah. like that. Like each. There's they a fucking have, brain. Yeah, they have like. Uh, like, I don't know, whatever the hell it is. If only yeah, we had like a phone inside your brain, but in their tentacles so that they can, like, move them independently, you know? And they, like, process things, like, independently. So when they're, like, moving around, each one is, like, feeling out its way. Like, they're, like, picking up on all that. Dude, they're so smart. It's a fucking other level. Yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff. Like, if you came across that. an octopus on, like, fucking Titan or something, one of the moons, you'd be like, holy shit, look at this advanced being. Like, that explains it to you. But we, we've just grown <laughs> up with it, so it's like, yeah, it's an octopus. Yeah, now that I think about it, it's totally an alien, huh? It's, totally it's nuts, dude. dude. And you seen the, uh, the Mimic Octopus? The which one? The Mimic Octopus. It's, like, uh, it's like an octopus that, like, like, like makes itself look like other sea creatures, whoa, but it can do like a whole bunch so. of different yeah, ones. Is it a smaller one, almost like a Nautilus? It's pretty small, yeah. It's like black and white, like striped, yeah, like zebra striped. That's right, that's right, yeah. And yeah, dude, it makes itself look like an eel or like a piece of kelp or like different types of fish, you know, like specifically, like, like this is trying to mimic like that fish, you know, like it's this crazy thing. The oh, thing's a genius. Intergalactic CIA, bro. And it's like a f- like it's like several different things too. Like you must just like see him and be like, oh yeah, I could look like that, you know. It's the craziest thing. It's basically the, uh, the Frank, Frank Caliendo of uh, dude for real. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. It's like okay, okay, who am I now? 
<laughs> All the other octopus are laughing at him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stand-up octopus <laughs> comedian. <laughs> this guy, you can't even think of him anymore. He's hilarious, this octopus. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Um, so when do you anticipate this album? Oh, that's a good question, man. Mm-hmm. Um... Do you have probably any before soft the end dates? Of the year. Probably yeah. before the end of the year, I would yeah. say. Uh, Josiah says next Phew, month. It better be done, dude. Next month, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like, Josiah, I feel like we're going to get a lot of work done this summer. You know? I feel like that there's going to be a surplus of work in the summer, you know? Um, but we're we're doing some, th- we're playing some shows and doing some things. We're going down to Bisbee for like this uh, little weekend mm. type of thing, uh, July 16th and 17th. We're bringing some bands down there. Nice. That's yeah. that's uh, down near uh, Tucson, right? Uh, it's about an hour and twenty or thirty minutes past Tucson. Past yeah. Tucson. It's like close to the border of Mexico. Um, yeah, you know, Juan, if you've never been, I've never been, dude. I am so fucking unlike traveled. Is that a fucking word? It is now. I am so. Well, he's never been there either. I have never been to Bisbee. That's but right. he's been to the Grand Canyon. I have been, been to the, the Grand, Grand Canyon, Canyon since I was a wee little lad. Dude, I've lived in Arizona my whole life. I've never been to the Grand Are you Canyon. Serious? Yeah. Dude, wow. Okay. I know. I'm a piece of shit. It's worth oh, a you trip. You should come to Bisbee first. It's worth a trip. Oh, yeah. go to the Grand Canyon. All right. Do they have golf down in Bisbee? I think there's a course down there. Yeah. Perfect. There is. Yeah. I've gotten into that sport. How how How's your game coming along? Oh, it's shitty. We haven't played in a minute. Oh, that's right. I know. We got to line something up. Lee, you're coming. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I don't have clubs or anything, but I will do it. I'll definitely do it. Coming along, um, no doubt. Do you, do you did you still have all those clubs that you bought? You bought like four <laughs> different sets. Didn't you? I gave like a bunch of ones back. I have set. a spare. I have a spare set actually. Do you really? Yeah, I, ca- I kept cool. one just Bought for when somebody wants to go. Yeah, nice, very cool. Are you right-handed? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Because I'm left-handed, you can't use mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have a spare set. We'll, we'll, nice. we'll be sitting pretty. All right, that's what it's Let's all about. It. So the sixteenth and the seventeenth. So you're doing two July sixteenth and seventeenth at Bisbee Grand and Bisbee Social Club. Possibly some more venues involved, but that's that's it for right now. That's what's set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know we got a thing <laughs> coming up at Yucca Tap Room on June seventeenth. Yeah, plug Saturday. away, man. June June seventeenth at Yucca. Yeah, yeah. Is that that's still on Southern and Mill, right? That's still where it's at. They haven't moved. But they did open a new location <laughs> in, north. in Flagstaff called Yucca North. Yeah. Have you been there, that. Josiah? Is it sweet? It's awesome, man. Yeah? yeah. Is it is it like a cool stage and everything? That's the thing, the venue is closed. So oh, it's just I a think, bar. Yeah, the, it's just the bar and then okay. the um like the you know, the arcade and the pinball machines and shit. Gotcha, gotcha. That, that part looks great though. And then they closed off the rest. Um but did you ever go to the green room in Flagstaff? That was the venue. Okay. Oh, is that is that is that the venue that the Yucca is now? Yucca just took over the green room. Gotcha. Okay, that's what my next question was. Was it a fresh build or was it a? Yeah, it, was, it was. They just took over that building, and so they're gonna renovate nice. the venue and hopefully make it pretty sweet. Because the green room was yeah. fine, but it was kind of shitty, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know. I'm sure some people are upset about that, but I'm sure some people are gonna be like, "Dope." I wonder when they're gonna reopen that that venue because i would love to play in flagstaff yeah we should definitely do something in flagstaff yeah hell yeah dude there's a couple different places to play up there there's, there's a few do a little playing a little hiking yeah how far is uh the canyon from flag maybe like another an two hour, hours 
probably probably less than two hours, you know. Yeah. It's probably another hour, you know, yeah. Hour and change, I guess, yeah. It's not that far. No doubt. It's not too bad. I need to go and see that hole in the ground. Wow, when are you going to come and, like, uh, do some hiking with us? Well, Mondays are my total free day. Totally free. Right. We can do something super early in the morning any other day. So if we wanted to get up and do like like <laughs> his face already, <laughs> I'm with you on the getting up early. Dude. Yeah, sometimes I, I do get okay, up. Okay, that was like a mixed reaction. Phase. We can <laughs> hit we can hit a five thirty six a.m. Oh, hike. All right. Yeah. I'd see, I have to plan that. Yeah, you that's would. good though. That's good time to do it because you get the sunrise and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I'm, I definitely am. I'm down for that anytime. Yeah. What time? What time do you usually work? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. I go in at Same. ten. So usually. You know, You're I can get a lot still? done. What's up? You're at Mesa still? Yeah. Nice. Very Yeah. Cool. So like right now, I, I usually, I got that workout group that I'm a part of and we do. Oh, nice. Uh, I do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at, and Saturday at 6 a.m. and then 5.30 yoga on Fridays. Jeez. And so after, after that, I'm pretty much like, I just rush home, kind of chill for a little bit and then go to work. Yeah. So. Can you teach where do you us go? some yoga stuff? Yeah, dude, you want to do some right now? <laughs> <What's that laughs> where do you where do you go for the um to do that working out stuff? Like, where do you guys go? Um, so the group is called F three. I'm gonna plug you. I'm gonna get you guys into my cult. The very group cool, is called F three, cool. and it stands for Fitness Fellowship, which is the friendship shit that what we're doing here. Nice. And then faith is basically just you know a belief in something greater than yourself. Like no everybody knows I'm an atheist, um, but it always ends in some sort of prayer you know yeah at the okay, end. everybody sure. gets a nickname it's one of you know those it's just yeah. bonding more actually which is which What's is pretty nickname? cool because it's, it's grimbo <laughs> no it's rage rage which everybody's like why'd you get such a cool nickname because everybody rage. everybody's like streaker prairie dog bingo forest dog. Did, dumbass prairie dog because he had to poop yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you, you get a nickname just like you would anywhere else spitball you know? yeah this is is funny uh so one of the guys was talking about how there's a dude in town because f3 is all around the country um and uh and so yeah actually today i met a guy from atlanta and he actually led the workout today and he was just like i'm in town i'm going up to show low and i'm i'm leaving back to atlanta on friday and this dude came in and we fucking you know when you it's like like when you're part of a group like if you meet somebody that went to Roberto van you would kind of have that link already right yeah for so sure. even if you don't know them um no so doubt. it's kind of like that same thing you can go to another city and just f- jump right in yeah um <clears throat> what kind of workouts? workouts is it like high intensity uh impact training type well, stuff? that's the beauty of it is that it's peer led for one it's peer led it's men only it's outdoors rain shine snow no matter what um and it's it's always free um i'm free like i'm leaving one out but um it's peer led which means there's a huge variety you always free that's yeah. really tight I like yeah that. yeah so it's just it's just show up because everybody knows the hardest thing about working out physical activity is literally just showing up to the gym yeah, showing true. up yeah. to the fuck part it's for dragging yourself out of bed that's the fucking once you're in it it's just like all right let's go one foot in front of the other yeah but yeah it, it, it changes everybody's a little bit different sometimes we nice. just play ultimate frisbee <laughs> nice <laughs> like it's it's, it's kind of like whatever cool. they're gonna lead at that point today yeah. was a pretty brutal one yeah today was a a, a pyramid scheme type pyramid of scheme. working yeah it was a pyramid scheme type of that's what i called it because nobody yeah, you gotta it. get 10 of your friends to join f3 <laughs> <laughs> they'll get 10 of their friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it started at the top it was 60 push-ups 
Okay. And then it drops down 50 of this and this, and then 40 of these. And then in between, we had to run up these uh, these stadium uh, steps. So there's a pretty dope dog park out uh, on Gilbert, or no, Greenfield and Ray. And it has auditorium steps that are like range from this high to this high. So it's brutal going up and down those. So we did those in between. And then at any point in time, one of the guys one time during the workout could could yell, Leroy Jenkins, that classic, classic fucking yeah, thing. No and that meant that you had to do 10 burpees on the spot. Oh, yeah, Everybody okay. did. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so today was was a, a pretty rigorous one, but uh-huh. it, it always varies, dude. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. You don't know what you're going to get entirely. You kind of have an idea because once, you know, like like if you lead it, you might find out that, oh, Lee really likes to do lunges or he really likes abs or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like gotcha. you, you kind of get the gist yeah. of it, but it, it's, it, it always varies. Um, anyways, there's multiple locations throughout the valley. Um, the main nice. ones that I hit are going to be a Tempe Beach Park North Shore near like the marquee. Uh-huh. Um, and then I do the dog park down there by Top Golf in Gilbert. And then there's the Gilbert Regional Park that's on Saturdays and Fridays for yoga down on Awatuki. So it's usually a park, usually outdoors, somewhere where there's, yeah. you know, act room for activities. Yeah. For a sure. hill. We love hills. No doubt. Because they kill. But <laughs> again, the hardest thing is literally just um, just showing up. And it's a good group of dudes, man. Like, I don't know. It, it is, it's a good group of dudes. Yeah, yeah it's all like posted online, like the location of every week and stuff. Yeah, you just go to F3Nation.com or F3Phoenix, and they will tell you all the workout locations, the days and the times that they work out. Nice. Yeah, and it's, you know. Then like you just like right. if like you're new you just show up and you're like hey dudes I'm here to like burn some cows yeah exactly you just roll up yeah, everybody everybody's welcome like they're gonna haze you though on your first day they're gonna be like all right 400 pushups you know <laughs> no they won't <laughs> <laughs> no that's a fine line you don't want to freaking you know scare somebody away yeah, where they don't yeah, come back sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah no it's not and and nobody what one thing you realize it's one of the things that the guy said today is like you, you realize that. Like nobody's really paying attention to you because they're so, they're struggling with their own shit. Yeah. No so doubt. nobody's like, oh, that guy isn't like you know, you know, doing this or doing that or whatnot. Yeah. It's like, dude, you showed up, dude. Hats off. Like, let's go. Yeah. That's all it is. That's like that's, that's cool, what's all about. Yeah. I have not like since moving back out here, like not gotten into. I had a good workout routine going back at home in New Jersey, you know. Mm-hmm. And I brought my weights with me. I have like two kettlebells oh, and kettlebells. one dumbbell, you know. Yeah. I'm like, that's three kettlebells. That's like, that's all I have, you know? But I haven't really set up like the space to like mm-hmm. get back into it yet, you know? So. It's about the space and the routine. It's not necessarily yeah. the tools that you have at that point. It's really just For going sure. through the motions. No doubt. It's like, it's like writing a song, man. If you're going to wait. about joining the gym that's like right next to the, the guitar center, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if it's going to get but you I'll going. I'll see where you guys are at one of these days. So you could, like, there's, um, there's, there's a one called the range up in northern scottsdale there's two there's two locations in scottsdale and then there's the one uh tempe yeah uh, i don't know where you're staying right, right now, now but... i'm in like downtown phoenix oh yeah there's there's there should be a few around there too nice yeah just let me know if you want to fucking I'll, I'll let you know the locations no doubt dude. but um it's Burn just setting cows, up the routine yeah. man it's <laughs> like if you waited to have like all the perfect recording equipment you would never get started like it's it's literally true. just setting up the routine. It's just That's getting true. going. It's just it's just putting in, putting putting it into motion. 
no doubt. making it's it a habit. Yeah. That's yeah. like for that's like the easy part for me. Like I'm like I love like I can settle into a routine really easily, you know. And then it's more so like being out of it is like what bothers me, you know. So like since I've been out here, that's like two months that I haven't been working out. And like mm-hmm. usually like that is really built into my routine. Yeah. So it like weighs heavy on my conscience where I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's like another day that I've not worked they, out I still, did, you know. Did. Yeah, it's for sure. Like I still think about it, you know. So like getting like being in that routine is like what I want, you know. Yeah. But it's tricky, dude, because I'm like bouncing around in Airbnbs and stuff right now, you know. So like my routine is getting shaken up every month. For sure. You know, yeah. for sure. And so, you know. It is, you just gotta like roll with it. Like, I'm still doing a lot of hiking and stuff, you know. Good. Right. It's not like you're just like sitting on the couch, like eating donuts, playing video games. No, I, mean, I definitely like that. That fucking sounds games, amazing, though. Sometimes not. I play video games. <laughs> but, <laughs> but dude, you're like super active, you know. No so. doubt. Definitely try to get moving. Yeah. Just some, just something. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, if you even if you just get up and do ten squats, that's ten squats you wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. No doubt. Right. Yeah, do it. That's it. They don't, sure. they don't take much, man. Just some light calisthenics go a long way. <laughs> Dude, the old calisthenics. You got to stay limber. You can get jacked just like just calisthenics, you know? Well, there's plenty of people who do it. Yeah. I did a lot of calisthenics when I lost my weight. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you do you do a motion long enough, it's going to get tiring. Yeah, for sure. Literally, we have one of the ones that's called a, a hallelujah, and this is all you do. Yeah. Bro, you do that for two minutes? Your fucking shoulders are wrecked for like no you doubt. don't try to do push-ups right after that it's literally it's literally just that just hallelujahs do you have to like sing it while you do no, it no 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 it's just what it's called <laughs> yeah no and then there's always ways you can make shit harder like if, okay you can just stand and do that or you can hold the squat and do that huh? oh dang true no. there's always ways to modify either making it harder or easier no doubt yeah. just like you can get a cord buddy a cord buddy True. You remember Chord Buddy? Chord Buddy for oh that the guitar. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can modify the guitar. I've seen that thing. I've never seen one like sold in use. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I've seen it. I've sold a few, (laughs) unfortunately. The Chord Buddy. Yeah. That the thing with like the different color buttons and stuff. Yeah. Makes your guitar like uh, a guitar hero. You hold the button and it plays the chord for you. I mean, it does get you. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing, dude. It's like Guitar Hero, right? If it's going to get you interested in the guitar and then eventually you actually pick up a real guitar, hey, it helped yeah, in that you're sense. Right, you're right. Yeah. If, if, if playing. It rides Inspirado. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you push a button and it gives you the chord and you're playing it and it brings you joy to do that and eventually you can remove those pieces and you can physically do the chord yourself, it brings you closer to playing the guitar. Okay. All right. No doubt. But well, I will say though that as like in the times that I was like a music teacher, you know, like when I was teaching people that like were really beginners, um, you know, I just like came to realize that like starting off people, especially kids with like chords and stuff, it's just impossible, you know, like trying to teach yeah. a kid and be like, all right, play this G chord. It looks like this. You got to do this crazy stuff with your hand, you know, oh, like they're never going <laughs> to. That was almost like you flipped off that kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're never going to uh, like stick with that, you know, so I always teach them the way to do chords that's like where you only have to play like one note there's my g chord there's my c you know almost like ukulele it's like chords the easy yeah exactly you yeah. know it's like the easy versions and stuff you know and then you can even do like these like little easy versions of other things yeah keeping it to two or three chords 
So it winds up being the Two, same thing. Strings. Like you're still just pushing one button in order to like create the same effect, you know? Yeah, man. And then you don't need that extra tool, you know? That's what I it's all about. I was my guitar teacher when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have somebody whipping you, dude? What? There's this old man. His name was Frank Anastas. <laughs> Frank Anastas. And he had the longest fingernails I'd ever seen on a male. Which, like, his, his plucking yeah, hand, his right? His plucking yeah. hand. Oh, yeah. I didn't know at the time, you know. Did like, he do coke? Maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah. I think, yeah, he, to- he totally did coke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He smoked it oh, and yeah. snorted it. <laughs> okay. Classic cocaine, Eric Clapton. Little jam. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Was that. he like a classical, like classically trained type dude? Is that why he had the long nails? Or was he just like fucking around? Uh, I think he was, I think he was fucking around. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. He was like this super like, Sorry, Frank, if you ever hear this, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I love you, dude. But, uh, yeah, Frank was, you know, didn't have, like, the, like, most uh, upbeat personality type of thing, so it was kind of just like, uh, like the few months I did take lessons with him, it was kind of just like, oh, man, great, here comes Tuesday night. <laughs> well, as a teacher, does that kind of get beaten out of you, though, to a certain point? That's got it. Right, right. Because it's definitely a challenge, yeah, yeah, to like try to maintain the <coughs> that like enthusiasm for teaching people the same stuff, you know. Because it's like any student, like if you've done it long enough, any student, no matter what point they're at, is going to be at a point in their learning that like you've already been through, you know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like a lot of it is like you know hitting the same stuff over and over again. You get a new student. And you're going back to, okay, now let me teach him this G chord and this C chord. And let me teach him E, A, D, G, B, E, you know, every good boy or whatever, you know, if you're doing the, the staff, you know, uh, every good boy does fine or all that stuff, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's more, it's definitely more interesting as a teacher to be able to like dive to a depth where like you're putting your own knowledge like to the test, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's more like engaging, yeah. but um, but you know it's all about like the best guitar player is probably not going to be the best teacher, you know, mm-hmm. and the best teacher is going to be somebody that does have that patience. It's the same thing with athletes, yeah. you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Like the best like coaches are not necessarily like right. the best football player right now. Yeah, <laughs> on the field, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just like how it is. It's like um, I don't know. I mean. Music is like a big old, there's so, there's so much to it. It's big. It's just like a big, like endless, like stew, you know? And so like, you got to find ways to like stay enthusiastic about it. Like with your students, like no matter what they're doing, no matter like where they're at in like their journey of like learning, you got to definitely let them know. Like there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here, dude, you know? And so I think it can be easy to kind of like fall out of that and like, you know, think like, all right, like I got to teach these kids like a C chord mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. you know? But for me as a teacher, I would just kind of like find the things that people did respond to when I would teach them all like the same thing, you know? Yeah. And then I would use that stuff like over and over again, you know? So for the strings of a guitar, E-A-D-G-B, you know, eat a darn good breakfast every day. That's something I would tell the students that's how i get them to remember it you know yeah and i'd be like you got to remember that for two reasons one 
because those are the strings on your guitar. E-A-D-G-B-E. Eat a darn good breakfast every day. Two, you got to eat a darn good breakfast <laughs> every day. <laughs> if you don't do that, it's the most important meal of the day. So stuff like that, dude, makes the kids laugh, you know? They're yeah. going to remember that now. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. like a go-to thing. I, I would say that every time because I knew already from having done it, this is going to be something that's going to be engaging for the kids, you know? It's like you're a stand-up comic and you come in with your opening line. Uh, like, yeah, you know yeah. it's going to land. <laughs> I had a few go-to, like, and, and you could see, like, you know, like from having gone through school and stuff that you had some teachers that had the same kind of thing going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. They definitely had jokes that they did, like, every year with every new class, you know? But, you know, if you know that it's going to be something that's helpful and engaging for the kid, then, like, that's what's important, you know? And it's definitely a good way to engage yourself, you know, if you're cracking a few jokes and stuff, instead of being like, okay, like, let me teach somebody again that a C chord is C-E-G, you know? (laughs) It's like, I don't know. Whatever attitude you bring to the table is, like, that's the attitude that you're going to be, like, sharing with your student, you know? Yeah. And so if you got a bad attitude, then, like, they're not going to, they're going to view it as homework, you know? Right. What about you, Juan? Are you still cracking jokes on stage? Oh, no. No, no, Cracking jokes on stage? I, f- I fell out. I fell out. Well, for one... I never got to come see Do Your Thing. No? It wasn't any good, dude. You were doing something I got like, one of the guys uh, told... Yeah, one of the guys told me, he's like, you're all set up, set up, and no punchline. I was like, oh, shit. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the main guys. And You're uh, like, hey, here's a punchline for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, boom. <laughs> No, he's disabled. He's disabled. Oh man! What? That's not funny. funny. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Touche. Yeah, no. no, no, no. I had a. I, I would like to maybe pick it up again, and you know, just have it because just I'm, I don't know. It's kind of like the same way like this is set up, where it's more of a more of a conversation, and that's that's how my style was was just yeah. more like. It wasn't like but you know punchline wasn't no set doubt. up and punchline like yeah i saw a bunch of those yeah. guys and you know some of them were, were pretty cool they would do like the same stuff like every week obviously you're trying to nail it you know because that's the thing is like as a musician you can practice the same riff in your bedroom like all fucking day no and doubt. then take it to the show whereas like in, in stand-up the show is you practicing you can't just like practice in front of the mirror yeah that's you can, true but it only gets you so far because you're you're gauging yeah no doubt uh, to an extent your your instrument is almost the audience yeah Yeah, in that sense i I mean your instrument is more or less your your voice and you know how you how you deliver it but i don't know what can it be quite like fucking the feedback that you get from the audience yeah no it's different because it's going to definitely impact the the performance you know so if you're standing like at home doing it in the mirror then you can try to anticipate what people are going to say you know but if somebody's just out Bro. there you know like you suck yeah you know, like, you know how many times what do you do now you know, you know so, so how many times <laughs> i I never did the whole mirror thing but just to myself like driving to work i would like come up with the line be like oh yeah cool and then i fucking performed it like that night or the next night or something and it just did not i was like <laughs> why did i picture that going so differently <laughs> yeah, you just That's don't so know funny. until you fucking yeah you have one there. that True. was like a killer every time not really with well, the whole one the one there was one i had like a really bad set and it was complaining about being in retail and how when people call and they're like hey i have a question i was like no shit dude like that's the whole reason this phone line exists <laughs> you don't just call and give me a statement like it's it's no you're, <laughs> you're calling because you want information right or you have a question so like that irritates me so like that was part of the line and then it was talking about like people that don't know directions and it was not landing anywhere everybody was fucking shit so i had dropped a line 
the night before, the week before at this other place. So I just kind of brought it back and I was like, well, and so I, I knew it was going to land. And uh, it was like when my beard got long, when my beard gets long, I was like, you know, most people think like I'm Middle Eastern and Middle East, like being Middle Eastern is not cool unless you got the Middle Eastern money. But um, what's what's the worst thing or yeah, what's the worst thing about um, uh, being people thinking that you're Middle Eastern? Oh, people think you like to fuck goats when in actuality sheep are the most generous lovers something like that yeah and and so like that one would land when i deliver it more properly but it was basically That's like oh, you, think, yeah. you, you think you fuck goats when in actuality sheep are the most generous lovers and then i got i got like some good laughs and the one guy was like yeah your last line was good and i was all thanks <laughs> <laughs> but it was the most brutal like four minutes like yeah really it's it's yeah, man, you're you're up there. You're I've trying heard to that make people been laugh, brutal, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, you're up there trying to make people it's, laugh. It's dude. different from like I feel like you get more a more supportive audience like as a musician, even if you're like a sort of like very novice musician. Right. People are like, oh yeah, well he's trying, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like I don't think that it's the same for like stand up comedians. Yeah, I feel right. like people definitely like, you know just like treat them off the bat with like a thing that's like okay like if this guy's not good we're tearing him apart you know yeah yeah like, oh, it's i'm like, gonna I, boo this guy you're for here sure. you mean you're here to make me laugh whereas yeah, a musician is like well you're here to play sounds the other thing too is that um generally there is a genre that you're there to see so you're gonna see a blues band and maybe like rock blues but ultimately it'll be in that same vein you're not gonna see fucking pop synth band there but when yeah, you go no see doubt. an open mic or a comedy right. show, you're place. gonna see different styles. Yeah, in general. very true. Yeah. Do you ever so, get any anybody who's just like their style is just like to be really loud? One guy, yeah, his style was to be not so much loud, but see so a lot of angry. comedians, yeah, just kind of screaming, angry about and stuff, misogynistic, yeah. dude. But he was so oh, fucking dang. funny, dude. And that's the thing. That's what makes it funny is that you're not supposed to be saying that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what makes it no funny. Doubt. You know, it's like, oh, dude, you're so you're saying some fucking. I think it's funny to have shit. like a kind of like personality. Like, I feel like if I did something like that, I would probably like develop like a character and uh, yeah, and really lean into it. You know, that's um, that's the story behind Dice Clay. Yeah, Dice, absolutely. The Dice Man was his character. I think a few of them. Yeah, like um, the redneck cat. What's his name? Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, that was one of his characters, and that's no just doubt. what took off and. Now that's all you know him for. Yeah, for sure. You know, I feel like they get lost in it too. Like definitely Andrew Dice Clay, like he became that guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Sam Kinison. Absolutely. I mean, you get he, he was known for being fucking the par life of the party in the in the cokehead, right? So anytime you went out, it's like let's do coke with Sam, dude. And <laughs> it's like Dang. he's like, yeah, I'm fucking burnt out. Yeah, you that's that dude. It's it's um, it's that's almost no like you dude. get pigeonholed, you know? Yeah, to a sense. Yeah, play another track. Let me hit the head real quick. Follow Josiah. You're gonna go. All right. Follow Josiah into the bathroom. Is go he going to the bathroom? Pee? Are you gonna go? Like, I don't know where he's going. You guys gonna go pee together? <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gonna combine streams, dude. And make sure you just get in the toilet. So we're just gonna play to. You're playing to, to the audience. What are you talking about? Well, there's nobody like in the room anymore. Then if you're gonna go pee, it's gonna be like. All right. Well, hold, all right then. Why don't you play? Like a funny riff, and then you guys can crack jokes about me. Okay. Um. <laughs> that's, a, that's my funny riff, you know? It's just cards for kids. Brought to you by... No, K-I-R-S, cards for kids. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? 
I don't know what's what the rules are in the podcast game, dude. We're gonna have to bring out the you know. Yeah, the last time I was on Watch the podcast, book. like uh, he was like, "Don't surprised. mention Mickey Mouse because <laughs> I'll get banned from Facebook." <laughs> <straight up fine. laughs> That's classic. Yvonne's probably got a bunch of copyright uh, infringements going on right now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, you can't the use the name the Swan Time, you know, because there's other guys named Juan in the world, and they're they have all, they have time they're, also. They're pissed, you know. They're pissed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We could do some little music in the interim. This is the music that you would hear if you were going to take a piss right now. Mm. Just imagine releasing that urine to this song right here. Josiah, you're not peeing with Juan right now? Just like one at a time? Yeah, I invited him in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it saves time and water, actually, if yeah. you just pee with your friends at the same time. Yeah. All together. That's what we do here in the Metropolis, man. Just uh, looking out for the environment. Mm-hmm. Especially the more the better. When we can get all four of our streams in one toilet at the same time. Saving so much water, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Doing so so much good for the environment. <laughs> the ozone? That's what it's all about. No. <laughs> saving more water than if you had all peed. Like, say Alex would pee. Uh-huh, say I'm peeing. And then the uh, end doesn't flush. Tyler goes and pees, doesn't flush. And then the last guy goes and pees, and then flushes. Is that oh, the same? So you mean, we all pee, the four of us individually... Uh-huh. Into the same toilet, but do not flush until the last person last pees. Guy, no. no, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could yeah, pee you one could at a time. Like, totally that's what you that, wanted to do. You, you save could. so much more time just by like so, yeah, peeing all together. You really save a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, time is money. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, then you can't see your friends' dicks. <laughs> Classic. Oh, sorry. I was showing ah, off your cup there. Nice. Excellent. That's a this one time cup. So is your logo a guitar pick with your hands? <laughs> it's really not. It just turned out that way. It does look watch. like a guitar pick. Yeah. It definitely. Did you buy that from Guitar Center <laughs> at a discount? No, no. <laughs> Made that. I bought that off my website. Thiswantime.com. Nice. Uh, Where can you find thiswantime.com? On the good old interwebs. Oh. Any on the world wide web. Browser, Internet Explorer. That's my favorite <laughs> of the browser. Can you do it on Mozilla Firefox? <laughs> I think that's uh, that's another one. Yeah. That one's still up updated. and running, right? Yeah, you always got to update that one. That's classic stuff. Um. Well, what do you got for us, gents? Um, we could do we could yeah we could do another one here. Uh, this is uh this is a song for the ladies. Well, yeah, I guess it's for boys and ladies. This one, it's for it's for both genders. This one. 
No, that's not it. Which was the one that you were just saying? That was, uh, this is a song for the ladies. But fellas, listen closely. Oh, it's Nature's Tea. Yeah, okay. Oh, it is. Yeah, I just like, I caught it. I caught it when you said it. have to do that thing hard. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we agreed this was not for kids. This is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you can definitely say the most vulgar shit on here. That's probably another copyright infringement right there. That's true. That's Tenacious D song. Jack yeah, Black is true. cool. But Kyle Gass is who you got to worry about. Juan, if you oh, ever get like get famous, you. you're going to have so many like, uh, letters of infringement. Yeah, I know. I accidentally said Mickey Mouse before when you were in the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. I did. Wait, you can't even say Mickey Mouse? Not that bad. <laughs> Dude, you gotta, you're going to have to bleep that. Yeah. You're going to have to it. fix that in post. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that part out. <laughs> At the book market. That's a no-go. All right, yeah. which, uh, what should we do? What should we play? You got... Uh, I can't tell if my guitar is on or off. Well, turn that bitch up. Well, dude, that's that's off. Th- that's off, and this yeah. is on. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you say so, Juan. It's just we should have had you go into a DI first. Yeah, but we have one of those, don't we? No, no you'll be fine. I'll just. Boost it. All right, what do we got? Right, uh, I'll turn that some bitch to eleven. Ooh, oh, wow, that sweet, sweet boost. <laughs> that's all. That's a lot of numbers. That's two ones. Okay, so this is a song here uh, about uh, you know uh, just like trying to become a better dude. You know, ain't we all? Yeah. Waking up on a wet bed sheet Cause last night I drank enough for three But I let it get the best of me Cause these sheets haven't been clean for weeks Let's get real high and go out to eat Chinese buffet is right down the street But they ran out of beef and broccoli I just had to eat enough for three Feeling stuck and I'm lonely With no good influence Wishing I could just leave all this safety things that I've done wrong 
feeling stuck and I'm lonely With no good influence Wishing I could just leave all of this emptiness Do I have time to change still? Is it too late to try? If I can't see a future when I close my eyes I'm tired of being a big old bear some weight and grow my hair Something that I should declare My heart's in need of some repair Feeling stuck and I'm lonely With no good influence Wishing I could just leave all of this emptiness Do I have time to change still? Is it too late to try? If I can't see a future when I close my eyes I want something to strive for So good, man. It's called Enough for Three. Thank you, Juan. Yeah. It's a good track. It's a, uh, it's, you know, it's one that a lot of people can relate to if they have slipped up in any way in their life, you know, whether it's with some kind of addiction or, you know, whatever. Anything. Yeah, you know, it's just about uh, pick yourself back up on that horse and get going. That's all. <laughs> Yeehaw. It's all about acknowledging it, man. I mean, if you, if you don't acknowledge it, then you can't. You can't. Yeehaw. You right. know, you have to take the moment to, you know, see it with, with clear eyes and admit. You got to decide to get better. You got to decide. Ain't that the crazy Because it won't happen on its own, you know? Ain't that crazy, dude? No matter how much you try, like, unless that person Mm -hmm. decides, like, it's time. Like, there's, you can't do anything. But it's not just a single decision. You got to make that decision every day. That's very true. Excellent point. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. And then, you you know, there'll be times when you forget to make that decision. You just got to get back to making that decision. Very yeah. true. Yeah, it's very easy to just be like, oh, fuck, I slipped up. Whoa, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. It's it's way more courageous to, you know, be like, yeah, I slipped up, but let's start again. Right. Woo. It's heavy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Come when on, I, man. When I, when I asked Lee <laughs> to join this band, I was like, and he was like, yeah, sure, dude. And I was like, dude, are you, I mean, like, we're gonna be playing a lot of really gay stuff here. Like, 
Are you sure you want to come and play here? He's like, dude, I got lots of gay songs. Yes. It's like perfect. We're sure. gay together. Yeah. Lay it on thick. Yeah, dude. Love it. Um, how long is this podcast, man? I don't know. I want to get Josiah on, so one of you motherfuckers need to get off the mic. Oh, yeah, sure, Ooh. dude. Yeah. Um. Oh, snap. <laughs> you want to switch? You want to switch with me? Yeah. Let's, uh, should we? Okay. You can stay. All right. Should I stay? <laughs> yes, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, sure. I'll do a Sweet. little switch. I'll dance. Lon, how I'll long have you been going on these podcasts? Like an hour, two hours, three what do you hours? Mean? What do you mean? My longest one? No, like what's your average running time here? Uh, the average one I'd probably say is like an hour 40, hour 50, maybe. Oh, wow. That's pretty long, dude. Just get out Jeez the Louise. Here. We're probably not even at like 20 minutes yet, are we? <laughs> Come on, dude. It's been about 25 minutes. 25? It's, it's 925, dude. Yeah. We started about 740. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, side. Come in here, play some guitar if you want. Or, you know, Josiah, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you guys, it's Josiah Rodriguez. Dude, I will play some guitar. I'll just, I'll just hold it. <laughs> Throw on the headphones, man. Yeah. He knows. He runs a studio. He knows. He knows the drill. So Josiah plays in a band called Ultraviolet Communication, which you guys should check out. I do. Hell yeah. Um, where can we find? your band and their music um spotify itunes apple music youtube soundcloud whole nine yards everywhere at ultraviolet at um at most of the time it's just ultraviolet communication yeah okay um and then you can find us on instagram uh it's going to be under uvc band uvc band that's right okay gotcha gotcha heck yeah awesome how long have you guys been as that collective um Probably a little over two and a half years now, almost three. Yeah, yeah. enough to start hating each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all live together. Too. And we all live together. Oh, here. Shit. So, yeah. yeah. So Lee, you met him earlier, not Leander, but another yeah. the other guy. He's uh, in the band as well. Yeah, so, yeah. And then um, we have another guy. We're just a three piece. So, a three piece. Yeah. Nice. They're like a power trio. <laughs> well, we played up in Havasu uh, like a month ago. Yeah. Um, we went up there together, and there was this like drunk guy the first night who was like, "Man, you guys are like Rush." <laughs> like, <laughs> like kept on saying, "Like Rush." Uh, so like e- each you totally playing like a uh, a couple different instruments? Um, or? No, no. Um, I play guitar, um, and then Lee plays drums, and then uh, the other guy plays bass. His name's Matt. He plays bass and sings. Okay. Yeah. Oh, bass and sings. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That, that's the Rush <laughs> thing, right? A little bit. Yeah. Why is it so much harder to play bass and sing? Um, you know, cause like you can kind of mindlessly strum and sing, you know, but with bass, you have to like be moving and like, I guess you could kind of just like stick to the root note, but you know, if you're going to be a bass player, you're going to like really get into it and yeah. like, do your thing. So yeah, you know, there's, there's been tons of, I'm sure, I'm sure after a while, like if I asked Matt about it, he's like, yeah, it's easy. It's just like without even thinking about it, he can do both. Yeah. He honed it though. Yeah, it's exactly. hard. Right. Yeah. It's hard. Because I, I, I was playing originally bass. Play the bass. He didn't originally play the bass. No, no, he played guitar, yeah. yeah, for a long time. And then uh, he put up an ad. We all met on Craigslist, so he put up an ad, or he responded to an ad, like, uh, to play bass. Yeah. Um, even though he played guitar. Mm-hmm. And then he started playing with us and was like, okay, i got to learn bass for reals now. So then he learned bass. And, yeah, now he's a bass player. But Just still a like, guitar player at heart, for sure. 
Yeah. So um, he actually played the harmonica on that. That's song right. He did. Yeah. He also we played, played earlier "Thirsty Land." Oh, really? Uh, yeah. On the recording, uh, Matt Matt's got some harmonica going on. That's Ooh. right. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. He rips on harmonica too. So the guy's a talented man. He's got a great voice. Plays guitar. Plays bass. All three of these guys plays are harmonica. extremely talented. I am the least talented in the band. <laughs> I'm that, catching that's that saying vibe. something. He's super talented. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hell yeah. All right, enough about my band. We're here about Metropolis, man. No way, dude. Let's plug some UVC oh, stuff. No. <laughs> what do you guys got coming up? We have a show at Rebel Lounge uh, this Saturday, the nice. 29th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, shit. Who are you guys playing with? Uh, we're playing with Twin Ponies. Um, okay. Those are good guys. And uh, Ring Finger No Pinky. Another band. Never heard of them mm-hmm. either. How much and are then, tickets? Um, twelve dollars presale. Okay. Don't quote me on that. You said this Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah, Lee, let's go to that, dude. What's that? Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the link. Yeah, please come. It'd be so cool to see you guys there. Um, yeah, uh, they're doing like limited capacity things. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we played there a couple weeks ago. Now oh, I think. Nice. Right. Um. Yeah, it was kind of funny. We I just sent an email over to like the guys who run the shows because we had a couple gigs with them last year at the Rebel Lounge, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I know you guys are kind of booking shows for the fall, just letting you know we're still around and like booking gigs, so you guys should get in on that. Just send them an email and say, hey, we're a band, you know, because they're oh, yeah. they're they're just looking to fill out bills. Because right. immediately mm-hmm. they sent us an email and they were like, hey, thanks for reaching out. We actually need to fill a bill like next week. Can you yeah. play? And we were oh, like, fuck shit. yeah, we can play. You should get up in there. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're doing like a bunch of like local shows, you know, like, um, three, three bands a show or something on a, on a Wednesday night or something, um, just to fill them out. And then, uh, yeah. And then we got this offer from Twin Ponies to play on Saturday. So we're excited about that. Have you played with them before? Never. No, I, we've met their bass player. I think his name is Phil, um, once before and, uh, we kind of kept in contact, but he uh, hit us up through the Twin Ponies page, and I guess they, we were recommended from the venue, from Rebel, like, hey, you guys would be a good fit for this bill. So they reached out to us, and we took the gig. So Saturday yeah. we are playing. There you go. Hell yeah, man. Good. You guys are recording a second album right we now. We are working on a second album. We have one album out now, and uh, we are in the studio this week recording another album. Very hey. excited about that. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Do you have a name for the album yet? No, we haven't named it yet. No. What's the name of the no, first one? No name for the studio. No name for the album. <laughs> no name, man. No names everywhere. Yeah. Um, the first one is uh, titled Capacity for Illusion. Right. Yeah. But that track is on the second album. That's right. Um, then the song is not on the first album, but the song uh, Capacity for Illusion is going to be on the second album. Whoa. How did that come about? Uh, so we You pulled it last minute? Well, so we, we wrote the album, the first album all the way through, and then we finished it and we needed a name. And I had just written the song Capacity for Illusion. But the record was recorded and it was like, this is a really cool name for an album. So we should yeah. use it and then just use the song again later. And so we're like, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and that's what we did. So that's where it is now. I think that's how you could double dip, man. You could double dip. Because if you had that song on the same album, then it's oh, and somebody searches for it, they only get that. But yeah. now, now you kind of get, get yeah, both searches. Search. Oh, yeah. Both will come up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was all a marketing scheme to begin with. Genius. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> genius. Um, so you you had mentioned you've been here for about a year um, and a half. Or uh, so? Yeah, a little. Yeah, a year and a half. We've been living here in this house. 
Yeah. How long have you, uh, uh, when did you start like tracking uh, other artists? Oh, um, sorry, I hit your guitar there. <laughs> um, no, not yours, Leander. I'm treating, I'm holding yours with respect. I, I don't respect Metropolis's guitar. It's okay, mine's not as good. Um, uh, I started tracking people. So I, I went to Crass, the mm-hmm. audio engineering school out here in, um, in the valley. Yeah. And then I got out and did an internship for three months, and that was. 2017 so i started working in 2018 but didn't start doing it full-time until 2019 so i guess it's been two years now i've been doing it full-time yeah um yeah so Still here haven't... here i've been tracking people for since i moved in a year and a half ago but before that i would just uh, record at my apartment and then i also freelance at premiere studios in phoenix so that's like a legitimate studio space um, but it costs more money, so it's like better for people that are looking to do like bigger projects or like yes. drums is something I can't really do here. Like I can, but it's kind of crude. So mm-hmm. I prefer to do like cleaner drums there, and then we can do like acoustic guitar here or vocals here, you know, that sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's just like uh, whatever works for each project. <clears throat> so basically, you can't do the drums, or it's not ideal here for the drums just because of the acoustics. Yeah, of the room? yeah, particularly the acoustics. It's a really square room. It's not treated for drums. It sounds really live and boomy. So when I I record drums in here, I can get them to sound pretty good. Um, usually if I do them in my room, it's a little smaller and I can kind of bring some of these panels in there and, and kind of deaden it, make it sound different than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it comes out like, uh, you know, like, okay, this could be better. This sounds like a good demo, you know, or like, yeah. so most of the time when I tell bands like, Hey, if you want to do drums, we can do a demo here. Or if you're happy with like a lo-fi sound, then that works here at the house. But, uh, if they're looking for some more high fidelity, like radio, you know, it's gotta be mm-hmm. at the studio. Cause that's just, it's gonna be so much easier to get done there you know yeah um so, yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah that's what we're almost at that stage yeah yeah and we've kind of just been like here doing like acoustic stuff so it's been really easy we could do guitar here you know little things yeah. um but we're getting to the point where now we're like okay we need to get some drums you know laid down and that's gonna be uh at the studio um hopefully at premiere yeah at premiere that or another one. Um, I have a. I mean, there's a few other places in town too that I can kind of freelance out of. Gotcha. So it just kind of depends on the project. I mostly work at Premiere because that's like, uh, that's where I interned at. So they know me there, and it's yeah. easy for me to just get a gig. Gotcha. Um, but I could really just call around and see like, hey, this room is better for drums on this project. Then I'll call them and say, hey, what's your rate for me to work there? And they'll hit say like hey i'll rent the room to you for like this much you know and then i just do that and then charge a little more to get paid of course yeah um yeah so depends i guess we'll see you know yeah how long how long has um premiere been around Ooh, uh probably the better part of five years okay yeah they they double as rehearsal space too so they have like bands practice there in the little rooms and you can rent them for like 15 dollars an hour um it's not bad. 15. It's it's not mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think they, it might have gone up since the pandemic though, because they weren't doing too well. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, they've been around for about five years now. Um, uh, I interned for Jeremy Parker. He's a engineer. That he's like the main guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, he did all the Evanescence records in the early two thousands. Okay. Uh, okay. Mudvayne, that sort of stuff. So oh, it's like okay. sort yeah. of like early two thousands rock hits. He was like the guy. Um, so I interned for him. Sure. Uh, and he still works there. Um, yeah. And uh, 
he thought I was good enough as an intern to let me work there. So now I get to work there. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you need a place to practice as a band, go to Premier. <laughs> <laughs> where's it? Where's it located? Uh, it's on Seventh uh, and Indian School, around there, out in Phoenix, downtown Phoenix. Do you allow like certain bands to rehearse here? Um, not particularly. T- just our band for the most part. <laughs> I mean, like if you if you're good buddies, like like Metropolis would come over and jam with his band. That's cool, you know. Yeah. Because then we can all jam, you know. It's like, hey, yeah, like yeah. we don't have a drummer today. Can you just fill in? It's like, yeah, we can. I can jam on the drums for a couple hours or something. I throw a big beat down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it'd be kind of a nightmare if we were just like ranting it to random bands. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, please yeah. use all of our cool yeah. shit. You know, that would be kind of <laughs> that <laughs> would use our ridiculously <laughs> antique drums that we've just restored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, please don't break this. This is uh, worth more than your life here. Yeah. So where are you from, Josiah? I am, uh, well, that's a loaded question here. Like, do you want to know where I was born or where I'm <laughs> from? Because there's a two different Where did things. you fall out of your mom's Okay, uterus? I fell out oh. of my mom in San Dimas, California. San Dimas, okay. Um, and I lived there for four years, so I don't recollect much of that time, you know, yeah. very young. And then um, I moved to Yuma, Arizona, which is a border town down here in Arizona. Real don't corner. Don't you have in Yuma? I'm from Welton. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So that area, very familiar. And then I uh, spent most of my life there, moved out here when I was 19, I think, 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah same. Right out of high school, I moved yeah, up here. exactly. What uh, what high school did you go to? I went to Cibola High School. Cibola. So what year did you graduate then? I graduated in 2014. 2014. So kind of funny story, I actually graduated a year early. Okay. So I was supposed to graduate in 2015. Um, but <laughs> this is kind of funny. It's a long story. All right, I hope I'm not taking too much time with no, my personal dude, life on. here. So, uh, in my sophomore year of high school, I was uh in jazz band playing guitar, and uh, there was a uh, I was hanging out with this girl. I was seeing this girl, you know, in the yeah, same you class. Were yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we no, we were just like hanging out, you know, and so we were we went to the bathrooms um because we wanted to light some shit on fire we were just like angsty teenagers yeah yeah yeah. um so we burned a cd and like the casing and everything inside and then it was like oh shit i gotta go the bell rang i gotta go home and we just like one of us was supposed to throw it away i think and then one of us didn't so yeah so they one of us left it there and then we get called into the office the next day and they were like hey like this is like basic like we don't, we don't know how this is bad but you know that's basically arson i guess you know so they were like you you got to go you're done like you're suspended for the semester and it oh, was like shit. oh shit okay well whatever so out in yuma they had like two options at the time with the school district it was like okay you go to the trouble kids school <laughs> you know finish out your semester yeah 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 exactly yeah (laughs) over there and so it was like you go there and you finish out your semester or there's this new online thing so you take all your classes online you pay like a 20 dollar fee uh per class Mm -hmm. and it's like cool i was working at the time so it was like fuck it i'll just do it online um so i did and okay anyone that's going to high school right now like if you have the option to do it online just do it online because you'll get it done so much faster (laughs) there's so much bullshit that you do like i was able to finish my sophomore year of high school within uh like two months of that semester and i had like three months left and so they were like do you want to take all your junior year classes and i was like fuck yeah i'll do that so i finished my entire junior year like throughout the summer 
And then by the time I came back in the fall, it was senior year. I was ready to go. I had all my credits for one last year. Yeah. So I did high school in three years instead of four. So when you came back, like all the kids that were in your grade were now in the grade below. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I know. And and he came back as the dude that almost set the school on fire. Yeah, exactly. How the fuck did you do that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was super funny because it was just like, Hey, uh, we thought you were going to be fucked up for life for now, you know? <laughs> now you're like, ahead of us. And yeah, you're ahead exactly, of us now. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, I made the best out of a bad situation. And honestly, I, d- I don't regret it. It was like the best thing that could have happened to me. Because it was, I had so much time to myself at the time. Because I was able to just kind of like do school. And then just like, uh, at the time I was really getting into writing music. That was mm-hmm. like, I was really young and learning a lot of music theory and just like really being absorbed by it. So at the time it was like so liberating to just have a bunch of time like my mom was obviously like hey you can't go anywhere you know you got to stay home you kind of got fucked up at school you know like you're kind of grounded for like six months and it's like okay that's fair you know but then it was like cool i just get to be hole up in my room and learn a bunch of music for six months which is pretty cool yeah so uh it kind of i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that really it's kind of crazy so question is which nickelback cd did you set on fire (laughs) it was actually a blackville brides cd if you guys know that band i've heard of them yeah they're just like a shitty like like uh, my chemical romance yeah kind of okay so mcr gets a lot of grief but they're kind of cool um they're like i don't know like a weird like heavy metal like you know like slanted hair yeah sort of deal Yeah. (laughs) yeah 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 Um, and so we, we, me and me and this other girl didn't like the band, so we were like, "Fuck this CD," you know. <laughs> um, so, but it worked out. So yeah, it worked, fuck this it worked CD, out. Yeah. It worked out great. Wait, no, but what happened to her? Though? Yeah, did she? Oh also? yeah, no, she's doing great. Yeah, I I still keep in touch with her. Um, she's dating a good buddy of mine, um, and uh, they live uh, somewhere out in Chandler, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, they uh, she's doing great. Yeah, she's good. like she works at a, I think she works at a vet still. Like a, she's like a veterinary technician or something yeah. like that. She works with animals and she loves it, so it's cool. go. she's good at it. 4-H is huge in Yuma. Right? Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> it, it's big. The fair, you go to the fair and people are like winning r- ribbons left and right for their horse that they've raised for 16 years or something crazy. What? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they've been a fair down there. I didn't fuck even yeah, know that. It, dude! It's Yuma small. It's like the size of our house. <laughs> it's little they've got like one ferris wheel you know <laughs> one ferris wheel and one duck dude that's right one duck going that's around. it one little lonely duck and then maybe the teacup ride if it works that year but if it doesn't work it's not coming and that's it you know <laughs> i had a pig I heard, I heard a duck in here not too long ago didn't you lee didn't you hear that duck over here <laughs> it was a barking spider yeah <laughs> Um, so what made you go to Crass then? So- oh, okay. So, I mean, I, you know, I was like into music and I started playing in bands and the whole nine yards. And then after that, I kind of, I was in a band for a while and I was like hoping to kind of, you know, start getting things going. But then I realized it was like, yeah, well, this isn't really going to go anywhere. Like I realized all the members kind of had other things going on and, you know, people moved away, that sort of thing. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, what do I do? I want to, I want to do music. That's what I want to do for a living. But I don't know, like, what's a safe bet? You know, playing in a band's like tough. You know, you have to find the right guys mm-hmm. and then you have to really work hard to get it done. So yeah. it was like, okay, well, what can I do in the meantime while I'm waiting to meet those guys or something? And it was like, okay, well, I could go and learn how to record music and like learn how to work with bands because that sounds super fun. Um, plus, I just love learning about geeky shit. So, like, learning how to, 
used gear was like super fascinating to me. Yeah. So a buddy of mine went and he told me it was totally worth it. So I said, fuck it, let's go. You know, I want to move out of Yuma. I'm done being here. I don't want to be there anymore. Um, so I moved out here and decided to go. Met a lot of great people. And uh, yeah, now I do it for work. So it was worth it. Damn. That's it, man. Set up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get referrals. Oh, yeah. No, exa- yeah. And that's exactly how it worked. It was kind of funny. I was working full, like a regular full-time job for a long time. And I was doing it on the side, but it was tough. And I realized, like, okay, at some point, I just have to kind of decide, like, it's got to be one or the other. Because I'm never going to do this successfully if I don't just stop doing the other thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So then it was like, all right, well, I just got to take a leap of faith and, like, like mate, just go out there and, like, force yourself. Because when, when the fire is lit, it's like, you have to pay rent this month. How are you going to do it? Right. It's like, okay, well, you got to go to a show. You got to meet somebody. You got to convince them that you're good at what you do. And then you got to do a good job, you know, and then just keep doing that and like scrounge up whatever money you can live on small food here and there, you know, whatever you can do. And then eventually word of mouth is like killer for me. For a long time, I was like, shit, I have to start like an Instagram page and a Facebook page and like get it going. And that, that does help. But for like 90% of my work is all word of mouth. So it's like I work with somebody and they just like, hey, like, hey, my buddy needs someone to record this. And it's like, oh, cool, I can do that. Um, and then, you know, most of the time they'll hit me up and sometimes they won't, you know, or later they'll, they'll hit me up at an unexpected time when it's like, I'm slow and I'm like, oh, shit, I need work, you know? And then, boom, I get a text like, hey, I'm so-and-so's buddy. And like, that's what kind of what happened with Chopless. I was in a slow period and uh, I didn't have much work. And then it was like, hey, I'm Jared's buddy. I was hoping to get some work in. I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. So then I've been working ever since. Yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Dope. When um when are you expecting the album you guys are working on right now to drop? Ooh, well that depends, you know. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, my band or his band? Oh, yours. Oh, oh, that. So we are still it, still recording it. It's not mixed or mastered or anything. So sometime this year, for sure, sometime this year. Uh, but we want to do um we want to get the record done and then artwork and all that jazz and then um get like a good pr campaign going get some push behind it you know get some singles out mm-hmm. put a video out and then drop the record so probably a few months from now who do you sure. who do you send your stuff to get mixed and then mastered so, by? so it depends so like the last record we did i recorded everything myself at premiere yeah uh, but i decided that i didn't want to mix it because it's tough when i when i'm mixing Whenever I hear a band that's like, oh, yeah, I, I did everything. I mixed a mess. I'm like, that's really cool. I'm glad you did that. But there's a certain level of like objectivity that gets lost there, you yeah. know? Because, yeah. like, at least the way I work, I like to work really objectively. And it's nice working on other people's music because there's no, like, I can, have, I can be kind of attached to it, but it's like I can just make objective decisions. Like, this sounds good. This doesn't yeah. sound good. Exactly. But when I'm playing in the band, it's different because it's like, well, you know, are all my mixes going to be guitar heavy because I, I'm the guitar player, you know what I mean? Or are they going to favor one thing because I just like the way that sounds? And I don't want it to be that way. I want it to be like, what's best for the song? And yeah, so for sure. I decided to record the last one because I figured that that's a safe bet. I can do that and someone else can mix it. So last time we had a guy out in LA, his name is Wyatt Blair. He mixed our record. Um, and then this time around, um, we're going a different route because... <laughs> <laughs> and that's my cat Felix. He's just he wants to be in the podcast. Felix the cat. Yeah, Felix the cat. That's right. Um right. He, and uh this time around we went a different route because um 
the last time we recorded, uh, it was tough because we had to kind of do the classic, like, okay, drums first, and then the bass, and then the guitar, and then the vocal, like kind of multi-track, one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time around, we didn't want to do that because it was like, there, we lose a certain level of like connectedness yeah, yeah, when yeah. it comes to that. So um, I couldn't be doing two things. I had to kind of like decide like, okay, I'm just not going to do anything this time around. Because then I can just focus on like working on the music instead of like, oh, I got to make sure this mic's right or like I got to make sure that um, this is working or like the levels are good, you know. Yeah. So it's tough to kind of split your brain that way. And, and I hats off to anyone who can do it. That's really cool. It's just not for me. So I decided to, to go with a guy. His name is Josh Medina. Uh, he works out here in Tempe. And uh, we decided to kind of track live, yeah. semi-live, you know. So we went in and cut the drums and the bass live, just the three of us playing and like um, did a few takes and cut them together. And um, now I'm going in overdubbing guitar and then we're going to overdub vocals and everything else after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it kind of just depends. I didn't really have like a plan on like, we're always going to go to this person. It was just kind of like whatever sounds best for the record. So when we were writing these songs, it was like, well, these are a little more raw. They got to, we really have to capture that sort of like connectedness of the band unit this mm-hmm. time around. Um, so I think that's something that is kind of getting lost is like the, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be yeah. on time. What's, what's the like synchronized? Quantize. Quantize. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you lose a lot of like the, the authenticity. Yeah. It. It's, it's, it makes it, makes it um, kind of stale at times. And it depends on the style okay. of music though. Yeah. You know, like, like, um, um, mine and Alex's buddy Raquel from that band Panic Baby mm-hmm. she does like pop music so that's like her thing so when I'm working on production for her it's very much like okay this has got to be like 100% to the degree because the vocals are the main thing so everything mm-hmm. else has to be like not troublesome at all whatsoever um, and that works for that style of music but then when I'm working with Alex here it's like okay you know we're just going to cut this acoustic guitar with no click track and then we're going to see what happens you know yeah yeah and then we're going to overdub on top of that and sometimes that gives us trouble but it's like it's kind of worth it because it gives you that fluidity of like where the song goes naturally as opposed to it being like everything chopped up sort of deal you know yeah it gives it more of that that live that live feeling especially with with music like this yeah exactly you know? yeah it's all it all comes down to the style of music you know because if it's like oh, okay pop music wasn't meant to be played live you know it was always meant to be like done in the studio in a on a laptop you know like that's where it's, it's best but yeah. like rock music is just like you gotta play in a room together and just jam you know yeah you shouldn't go to the same show and see the same show exactly like, yeah 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 and but, some people like that but you know it's not for me yeah and that's 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 a good point you you make about like not doing everything yourself where it allows you to just channel the instrument yeah. instead of focusing on like I gotta nail it it actually brings me back to my mushroom trip <laughs> <laughs> my mushroom trip I, I was having um and I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. I can't wait to talk about that yeah. on my podcast yeah. and then it would bring me back to like the voice would be like shut the fuck up and just enjoy take in the moment yeah. and i was like okay 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 and then another idea would come and it's like oh my god i can't wait to like talk <laughs> about that and then it's like shut up and yeah. just be in the moment so yeah. so you uh, leaving the mixing to somebody else yeah. allows you to just be in be yeah be the instrument yeah and i still get to have like a good hands-on sort of thing because it's like like being an engineer allows me to communicate to the guy working on it in a way that like some musicians couldn't. 
So if it's mm-hmm. like I have specific things in mind, I can tell them like, okay, use these things, like or use these settings or whatever. Like this is the sound I'm going for, and it's like boom, it clicks so much faster. Because yeah. like on a technical level, I can tell them like, hey, use this piece of gear because I know what this sounds like. I like the way this sounds, and they, if they have it, they're like, oh yeah, that sounds great, cool, I'll do that, and they set it exactly how I want it. And there's some confidence in that because that allows you to execute. I think better knowing that you know how to communicate exactly what you're expecting them to do. Exactly. So now you can just kind of lean in instead of just being like, I hope they're getting it. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's kind of like, um, it's, it's a, it's like you have to meet in the middle a little bit instead of like, it's a dance. Yeah, exactly. But you know, and it's different for everybody. Cause like the people that I work with also, they kind of just like to be like, dude, just make like, this is how it sounds. Make it sound good. You know? And it's like, cool. And then I just kind of do what sounds good to me. Yeah. And most of the time, if they're vibing with it, then it's going to sound good, you know? But if they're not vibing, then all I have to do is change it, you know? The smallest bit. Like, find out what's wrong with it and then change it to get what they're wanting out of it, you know? Um, and as long as you can do that every time, it's like you're always going to be hitting the mark. Um, as long as you're making sure that everyone in the room thinks it sounds good. Because if, if there's somebody that's like, eh, no, that doesn't sound too good, then you got a problem. And you you can't be like stubborn you can't be like no i think this sounds good Yeah, because it's just gonna come back in four weeks exactly yeah it's just like no dude okay if they don't think this sounds good put your ego aside for a sec and say like okay they don't think this sounds good what can i do to fix that you know like i want it to sound awesome to them um and it's nice having that sort of uh, ability to not have to worry about that with my own music because i'm like okay i know the part i wrote sounds good to me but now I don't have to worry about it sounding good to someone else because this guy's taking care of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's super liberating because then I can yeah. be creative in other ways that I wouldn't be able to if I was like really hands-on recording it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's like trying to multi multitask. Yeah, yeah, it can get a little daunting, especially if the music is really involved. And our music isn't like super involved, but I'm. It's funny because we play like rock music, but I I really strive for perfection a little bit too much at times mm-hmm. for myself. So it's e- it's easy for me to like if I was doing it myself, I'd do a million takes of a guitar solo until it sounded perfect. Sure. But it's like so much better for me to play it three times, and the guy's like, "Oh, that one was great," and it's like, "Okay, cool." If he thinks it's great, if I dupe that guy into thinking it's great, then I'm gonna <laughs> dupe anyone into thinking that's great. You know, and then I'm not worried about it, and I can move on, and I don't get stuck in a sort of like loop of like man i've been doing this guitar solo for like three hours now you know and it's like i don't even want to play this i'm not even inspired by this guitar solo anymore Anymore, because i've been playing it for so long so but then i once i can move on it's just like everything's kind of building step by step you know there's no there's no looking back it's just like boom that's done that's in that's 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 in that is done i'm not doing that again yeah and then you just move on yeah because you can you can over perfect the the good qualities out of something yeah exactly and and even if you had uh something note for note perfect it's like yeah you could listen back and be like and just remember man i hated that solo because i just felt bad playing it even though it sounds perfect you just be like the feeling i had associated with playing that wasn't wasn't good so then you're like this guitar solo sucks, you know? <laughs> and to someone else, it's like, oh, it's great. But then to you, it's like, uh, you know, it was all right. It didn't feel that great. Or you don't like playing it anymore. Or the song, you're like, eh, the song's okay. You know, you just kind of fall out of love with stuff. So you have to kind of like almost be like hitting the ground running at all times. Just like chasing that feeling of like, okay, creative spark, run with it. And then don't look back. And then like, like definitely make sure you're you're doing your due diligence, you know, along the way. But like, don't don't spend too much time in one place. Otherwise you get stuck. Um, kind of just doing the same things or, or, or fucking up or 
uh, doing something that's, you know, overly uh, perfect. And it's like you're criticizing things that aren't even there, you know, just getting stuck. That's all. Yeah, and, and then you're that. almost looking for something to find exactly. that's not good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like and, you can, and you can always do that. You oh, can always fuck. find something that's not good. Uh, but it's so much easier to just kind of like accept what is there and move on, you know. So, especially in this band, there's always something that's not. Good. <laughs> uh, no, dude. Uh, Alex uh, always brings great songs to me. I'm always excited to work on this stuff because it's always something fresh, you know. Like he's got a sound, but it's very much like. Oh, that's just Alex, you know? It's not like, mm-hmm. hey, that reminds me of this band, or this reminds me of this band. Like, I can hear influences, but it's never like, oh, I've heard this before. Or like, yeah. oh, okay, this song again, you know? It's always like, cool, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Or, um, you know, it's cool to see it build, too, because sometimes we'll just get, like, guitar work done for, like, a verse and a chorus. And then next time we have a session, it's like, oh, dude, I wrote a bridge. Or help me write this bridge, and I'll help him write a bridge. And then it's like, okay, cool. And then you see it build again. And it's like, hey, I got lyrics for this verse or I got lyrics for the whole song done. Mm-hmm. And then boom, we cut the vocals yeah. and it's like, cool, this is great. And then you see it at the end and it's like, okay, this is the finished product now. And it's cool to kind of look back and see like where it started and like where it ended up. So yeah. um, that's that, kind of what we did for that Thirsty Land. Yeah, song. yeah. I kind of I came into Josiah, which is like the bare bones of it. Yeah, it was like a jam, like a voice memo on his phone. He was just like, yeah, this is a jam thing, I think. You know, this could be kind of jammy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's make it a song, you know? And then just, and then we were just kind of like jamming two acoustic guitars and just like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Or, no, that's not cool. And then just laying down a demo and then going back and re-recording it and recording it again. And then finally, you know, kind of takes shape over time. It's like a, it's like building a house or something, you know, yeah. like one piece at a time. It's kind of cool. We gotta build a little, a little neighborhood here. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to build a neighborhood with the album here. <laughs> Do you almost feel like you che- you cheat when you get, have those moments where it just comes to you, where everything just comes oh. to you, and you're like, you're like, like you're leaving something on the table, or like <laughs> there's like no, there's something that has to be wrong with this. No, when I, it, when it, you just channel like the ether. It, I think I think those moments happen more often now because I don't think about them like. Most of the time, if I'm working with anybody, it's always like, okay, and and they need help. So they're like, hey, I need help writing this thing or like, uh, this isn't quite working or like, what would you do here? Um, 90% of the time, it's just like, cool. I just analyze what they're doing. Like, what's the key of the song? Where are we going? What's the vibe? And then, boom, usually the first thing that comes to my mind, it's not always the, the, the thing that ends up making it, but it's always the most inspired thing. I find the first thing that I come up with always the most inspired. So it usually whether it's the thing we keep or it inspires something else, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So like, boom, just like first thought, don't even, don't even think about it too hard. Just first thing that comes out and it's either going to be like, Oh, that's great. Or it's gonna be like, nah, not quite that. And then you have somewhere to start. You have a starting point. Like, okay, even if it is that you're like, cool, it's that I can move on. But if it's not, you're like, okay, it's not that, but now I know what it's not. You know, I know it can't yeah, be that. It'll yeah. never be that. So I shouldn't try that again. And then I know, like, cool, I can roll that out and then move on to the next thing. And I feel like once you do that, it's like, then they'll always come to you. Because as long as you're letting them come to you, you're never not going to find the idea. Um, You know, and it's always different with your own music. But most of the time, if it's just kind of like, let's finish this, there's there's a deadline. It's like, cool, I want to finish this first by next week. It's like, cool, easy. Let's just, like, buckle down and figure out what we want to do for it, you know, not think about it too hard. And most of the time it ends up being great because it's just like, cool, we didn't, 
that was we totally felt that out it was a vibe thing more than it was like a technical thing you know yeah uh, and it's it's always a, a little bit of both it's like you really have to think about the technicalities but not so much so that you're like analyzing it like Bach or Mozart <laughs> or something, you know. You're or not too like robotic. There. Exactly. Yeah. You're not like, okay, this is a this is an ostinato piece here and it's a mezzo forte here and then we're gonna crescendo here. You know, it's not it's like, okay, we're just gonna like play and feel I don't it know out. Any of those words <laughs> crescendo sound again. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. Whoosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's different with each song. Um, but uh yeah, I would say working with Alex is probably like the most like roller coastery but in a good way like yeah. a good feeling roller coaster you know like it's it's great yeah some days we got nothing some days yeah we sometimes sometimes i'll just sit out in the backyard with alex while he smokes joints and and writes lyrics and it's like hey what is this does this line sound good or like yeah it's cool or we'll listen to just, we'll just go out there and listen to demos and it's like cool that's the whole day but it's totally worth it because it's like cool now we know what we're doing and like right. got the vibe or like let's hone in on these things or let's work on these ideas and then next time we've got a game plan. Like, okay, cool, boom. I'm ex- I'm inspired by this demo. Let's just jump on it now while I have the inspiration. And it's cool because then every time it's always productive, but in a way that's like creatively productive, as opposed to it being like, okay, this is work. You know, clock in, play the guitar part. You know, it's like, okay, cool. We're gonna clock in, but we're gonna kind of just see what happens here. You know, we're gonna kind of go with the flow. And that's that's a cool way to work. I like it. You know, um, and I feel like now we're like working on basically two records at once you know almost it feels like yeah because we have like so many ideas on my whiteboard it's like cool these will be for the first ep but then like alex is already bringing me ideas for the second one or like the next record you know like uh, this is a single for the other one and it's like cool okay yeah and you should never fight that you should never be like okay no no, let's let's stay because then like you're just missing out on opportunities to create more music and Mm -hmm. you should never do Mm -hmm. that you know right because then like say this second record gets done before the first one it's like cool well that one's just done and we don't have to worry about that one you yeah know? the first one will come when it comes you know um but, but i could also probably do a better job of like, <laughs> uh, finishing where i started with the first ones, huh? <laughs> no we're getting close see that's the thing is like it, it's it's easy to kind of like um when you're inspired like fall into like the okay this is where we're we're doing another idea here but then like you always come back to like okay well we do got to finish the first album and then you find inspiration, like, because you've, they're so fresh, you haven't touched them in a while. It's like, oh, Thirsty Land. That's right. We got to finish that. Like, yeah. let's go back to that and let's play, let's, let's have Lee cut a guitar solo. And it was like, we did that like two weeks ago. I uh, mean, like a month ago. Yeah. I, like I, yeah. yeah. And so, like, that was like the last thing we added to mm-hmm. the track was Lee's guitar solo. And it was like, when we were going back listening to it, I was thinking, like, oh, this is fresh. I haven't heard this in so long. And yeah. then you hear the guitar solo and it's like, cool. I'm like, even more inspired by this song now because it's yeah. like fresh again and there's a new thing on it you know yeah. so it's, it's good cool. like letting it like letting it rest yeah. and over there and then you focus on another test and when you come back it's not like yeah it's not like beating beating one yeah. project exactly till yeah. you're till it's dull yeah a lot of people like like to focus on one song and that's cool you know like really just strive all their energy to finishing that one song and then the next one but working this way, I think, just works better for creativity. Sake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when it's like we're starting from nothing or like starting from a small thing, like a voice memo and then moving into a song. Yeah, um, yeah I think it works out pretty well. Yeah, we're, so. we're just over here doing what we can, you know? <laughs> Leander, could you do me a favor? Could you hand me that water that's right there by oh, your feet? Oh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank bang, you. Bang, bang. You got the old... Uh, 
reusable straw and everything. And my water's empty. This was a mistake. <laughs> I grabbed my water and it's empty. It's empty. Did you want to play a little something? Play us out? Just Me? Oh, no. I'm not in that. Metropolis, man. I can't play. But we can bring Leander back and he can play with Metropolis here. Well, I don't really know what else we would play. What else? I don't even... What should we play? I can do... Play, uh, your, play your ringtone, Leander. Bing bong, bing bong, bing, bing bong, bing bong, bing. How about you just uh, fiddle then while I uh, carry us out? Okay, sounds good. Or, or give me a key, Mr. Metropolis. Uh, let's, let's go in, uh, in G here. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the latest installment of this one time. It's a podcast focused on interviewing intelligent, diverse, and interesting individuals. We hope you have gained a better understanding on some various perspectives you might have not had otherwise. We hope you have been inspired to follow your own passions mm, yes. from these gentlemen. Follow your passions. Yeah. Following theirs. Allow the gentle strums of these acoustic emotional conduits lead you to greener pastures. <laughs> guys Leander Josiah Alex thanks Juan. for coming on guys you guys need someone to introduce you everybody give it up for this one time <laughs> just this one time this has been this one time and until next time I love you we love you do you love us <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright guys adios Easy enough.